you wanna you wanna take us in, Jake? I think I think I only I only uh I don't do this anymore, dude. I haven't been in a pod episode for so long. Yeah, I don't since November, like I said. I think uh, I'm gonna quit. <laughs> You're just out. This is the end of the podcast. This is the end of the back? podcast right now, dude. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a long uh, two and a half years. Can't say it was pleasant, but you know. Yeah, I've been using a bot actually to to mimic my voice. It's not even my real thoughts. So it is a Bochi the Rock shirt. Okay, sorry. So before the pod started, Jake asked me to guess what he was wearing and like look at it. Uh, yeah, you bought a Bochi the Rock hoodie for you audio listeners out there. I did. It's a pink pink shirt. I just got it's got my four characters right there. I got my got my mm-hmm. band. Yeah, no, I what I was gonna get was the actual like Kessical band t shirt, like just the you know what oh. they wear in the show. I'm gonna get that probably. I uh, probably will too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need I need Bochi merch. I have Uticamp merch. Now I need some Bochi. Like, it's it's so sad because like we talked about Bochi being good, but then we just kind of like did not talk about anything for a long time. Well, yeah, I, I, I wish we were recording during that season because yeah, we really didn't get to like because all of our episodes we did a fall anticipated, then we talked about fall seasonals again, and then we had some random episode after that. I think that wasn't really about much, but we didn't touch on Boshi much. So yeah, that would have uh, <laughs> that would have been great to talk about it while it was airing. But Boshi was fantastic, and. Uh, It'll be a, it'll be coming up a lot today because what we're going to be talking about are the Crunchyroll Awards and then the Fabled Ass Awards because that's making its return for 2023. That is true. Uh, we do we uh, we were taking a while because uh, you know I'm lazy. Uh, I'll be honest. I was helping them out and I didn't give them any uh, options. But this year is actually look shaping up to be. It's going to be a difficult one this year. I will be honest because there be has been there has been you know anticipated stuff. There has been sleeper hits. There has been cream of the crop, right? And it's gonna it's gonna be a tough one. I'll be honest. It's gonna be a real tough one. Oh, and not before, for me, but I mean for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean you guys. I mean, look, your vote means fucking nothing. Look, like your guys's vote means half of our fucking points right now. But. What I was gonna say before we get started, did you wanna you wanna jump into the updates real quick about like the pod, like the future of it? Like yeah, uh, we'll we'll go ahead. I did do a pregame of the pregame while you were gone, so um. Oh okay. Well, I mean, this we, is the actual episode, so this is the actual this is the actual episode now. So we'll go ahead and talk about it for a little bit. Um, so as you guys know, uh, the scheduling for all four of us has been very very difficult. Um, with uh, me and Ethan both working nights and uh tell and Javin having morning jobs or just like in a regular nine to five uh tell being a student right now and ma- uh, going to his master's class or master's degree uh time is very hard to to really like have us all together so the plan is right now is for one we're gonna have another form of ass podcast uh content a new sideshow that you want to know that you want to know what the name of it is. Oh, so you want to roll with that name? Then? I think we should roll the name. I think I, I like that name. All right. Is this is the half-assed segment, dude? This is the continuation of it'll the Gintama that. special. Yeah, it'll be the half-assed podcast segment. I'm trying to figure out if it'll be uploaded on the Anime Safe Space channel or on its own, but underneath the an- ass name because you can do that. It'll just be like posted by the ass cast, but it's in its own separate channel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. um even if we don't have mainline episodes going out, uh, we still want to have uh, at least discussions, even if it's just going to be me and uh, 
me and uh, Ethan, which is primarily just going to be that's going to be the the half ass segment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just even if like I like I said, mainline episodes are probably going to be a bit fewer, sadly. But every week we're still going to have the half ass segment, so it would still be something you guys can indulge in. Um, we kind of I think we want to have it a bit more interactive. I think kind of like we have questions every uh, every episode. But I think maybe probably like instead of the questions, maybe have like five, 10 minute discussions about about some stuff just to get more involved well, questions. And I was going to suggest too, like just so it's not like just the ass cast again, like rinse and repeat. I was going to suggest we just do like focused discussion. So like there can be episodes where we just talk about one anime or we just talk about like the seasonals that are coming out or we talk about one specific thing. It doesn't have to be like all the time, but just so like because like in the ass cast, it's more like a. uh basically just like group discussion whatever comes to our mind we just do um so yeah and half ass is just a good way for us to like get a reset kind of um because me and jake have done a lot of duos but might as well since we do it so often and the ass cast is amazing primarily it's supposed to be like all four of us or all three of us sometimes um we're gonna just try to keep like those main episodes to where we can like all record so those will decrease but basically the mainline content, if you will, will become like the half-assed for the foreseeable future. So like me and Jake actually can are two of the ones that can actually record. Because like we were saying, Tell is a master's program. If he has free time, he's studying or, you know, actually doing stuff with his life. Like, you know, like actually going out. Like we don't want to like force him to just come and like record the pod with like the very little free time he has. So whenever he is free, like and like our schedules line up, we will try to record the ass cast and probably for the ass awards. I think it'll still just be me and Jake. Um, so there will be times where it'll still be just us two uploading to like under the anime safe space, like name, like label. But yeah, so it'll st- basically this is like sounding confusing. It's still We're the fucked. anime. We're safe space. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, it is still um, the anime safe space. But me, when it's me and Jake, it'll just be like half assed. And yeah, we will still be doing that on top of so. I mean, if you're okay with that, I was going to say, like, even if we, like, record an ASCAST episode that week, we still have an half-ass coming out. Yeah, it's, I think right now, um, for us, we want a a consistent uh, form of content always every week. And for now, I mean, the the mainline episodes aren't going to be, they're still going to be the main focus, but we can't put all of our focus into that now. I think we have to start doing the half-assed one. Uh, just so we can be relevant again <laughs> and that, that's that's actually the the best way but you know right now we're kind of we got to start from the ground up we do have you know a lot of you guys tuning in right now uh but we we really have to do like a soft reset for for us right now just so we can get everything started because we did feel we did neglect you guys a lot uh, uh, we'll go into the sap stop story like we neglected you guys uh, we tell it a lot, but I, I think it's time for us to go back, go back swinging, put you down on your knees, become slaves for us, right? Yeah, basically all those promises like that we made last year, like we all got, we got in over our head, like you know, like that merch stuff. I mean, to be fair, like JVN and uh, we were all talking about it for a while, but nothing came of it because either just no time or lack of motivation on all of our parts so like that didn't come to fruition it's still something i want to do at some point but obviously that's just like nothing has been done 
in regards to that. Um, our bonuses, we still are trying to figure out what the hell to do there. I'm considering changing the tiers up. I might just get rid of like, you know, $10. Um, just but, go $5, yeah. It probably would be, might be best, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think if we, well, well, I'll have to figure it out. But we still want to get bonuses out too. So like, I said, we, again, like Jake said, we want to come out. We want to come out like swing in and get you guys some shit. Yeah, and, probably- yeah. Be like, be prepared for it's just gonna be me and Ethan. <laughs> yeah, that basically like like Tell and Javian still do like want to record like at some point, but Tell has already made it clear to us he's like, look, at least the next year it's just gonna be like Hell. not very much time at all. So if we can find out find the time, you know, to to do an episode with them, we can, but I would just say the expectation going forward it, it'll mostly just be me and Jake. And like I said, uh, even without like all the stuff going on, I, uh, I'm starting to get a lot more uh, Discord uh, interactions right now. Every Saturday, two o'clock um, uh, Mountain Standard Time, uh, I'm going to be having a movie night. Uh, I'm just going to be watching. I've been going through the backlogs of, of my movies that I've been watching. So it's just uh, you guys slaving away so I can pump up my list. But uh, as we start going forward, there's going to be more uh, movies that are maybe not just anime related, uh, just regular movies that, that um, I want to watch, uh, people want to watch, um, just just to just every week. There's always something going on. And we're trying to get that Discord out there, right? We got, we got the boost back up. We're back to level three right now. Thank you all. Mm-hmm. Fanner, Hypnos, who else, who else did it, dude? Let's see who else did it. Y'all, y'all, are, y'all are being the, the realest of the Gs. I can't find him. God fucking heaven. Yeah, Fanner's hypnos. I don't know why I totally blinked. I was about to say something and then I just looked at Yeah, Booty I was, I was waiting for you to say something, but you just like you just looked at oh, me no, and no, no. like a I was about ass. to say something and then I saw Booty Stink's name and I was like, I totally forgot about that name because it's just like it, it always gives me whiplash every time I just read it. Like, yeah, damn <laughs> Booty Stink. I just kind of can't envision that. Oh, oh, that's right. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, when are we bringing back AMQ nights, dude? I've been itching to play that again. Um, AMQ nights, um, this is going to be a tough one because it's either, I'd either want to do it Sunday because that's where a lot of people are going to be off, but like Friday also is like a good time. So I'm like, cause people are just getting off. I don't know if people are like trying to go out. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like Friday, Dude, our, Saturday, our, our viewers, our fan base, you think they're going out about Oh man. Dude, they're going out to buy our merch when it happens. <laughs> yeah, whenever that they're pre-ordering for the 2027 release. Yeah, so, so I'm still trying to figure that out. Especially, I do also have to work with my schedule right now. Uh, trying to get, I think right now two o'clock is like kind of like a little sweet spot right now because we do have people all uh, all around the world. So that's another thing. It's that's that's kind of difficult. It's just trying to find the right time that everyone can go on. But I think right now consistency is my is going to be the big word you're going to be hearing today. Yeah, I said so. Yeah, we want to try to be consistent, basically, uh, and you know, give you guys what you deserve. And the half-assed podcast will be our way of showing that. I think, like I said, I mean, the anime safe space is almost a hundred episodes in. This will be episode ninety-eight or no, ninety-seven. So it's like. 
it's it's pretty hard <laughs> to like regain your traction from there. So we'll do so through like you know half assed, and we'll try to like build both up uh, that way. But yeah, like half assed will be mine and Jake's own own thing. It'll basically again just be. I don't want it to be exactly like, you know, just anime safe space stuff. So it'll be like more focused on other specific things. Um, but we can still. And, you know, and also we can also just talk about like games sometimes or like whatever we like feel like. Yeah. It does, so just bought a, a bonus episodes, but for everyone else. Yeah, basically bonus episodes, but for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. That is. That's gonna be that's gonna be the good one, but yeah, no. consistent. Yeah, I know you put consistent in like those caps, and I know, like again, last year. Look, last year was very rough. Uh, it was basically like all of us starting, <laughs> like or losing all of our time. Basically, it's like this year. I think we can get a handle on it. Jake should be having more free time soon. If Soon-ish. He, if he uh, so like right right now, I'm I'm closer to like nine hour days instead of like the usual like eleven or twelve, and I'm not working that hard, so like I'm not as tired. So, and then plus Ethan works nights, I work nights, so we kind of go to bed around the same time. So it's when I have free time, he has free time. It's it works out for us pretty a lot, even though yeah, we weren't. I only work for half we were, a week. We were playing Overwatch, so it, it was. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We still plan on it too, but. So yeah, like I said, so we just want to be consistent. I'm taking like, you know, my YouTube stuff a lot more seriously this year too. And I want to like take the podcast stuff more, you know, seriously too. So hopefully you guys continue. We we still, we, I think we let the whole like no effort joke <laughs> basically like stop being a joke because that it was just like, oh man, wow, this really is the most low quality shit. So it's like, you know, we want to, could be more fan or extra. Oh man, Vision Hypno says could do more fan interactions in half ass too. As in like questions stuff. I mean, it'll be the same interactivity that we do now, I think. Like where we it's just, just like, that it's it's gonna be probably less questions, more discussion about like set questions or like oh, that's, topics. We can we can give discussion. Yeah, okay, that's actually a really good idea. We can give yeah, like it's, it's yeah, it's prompts that we should have been doing for the main line, but who cares about that anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fucking, <laughs> but I think uh like even then if we have like a bunch of ideas uh, we're going to be spreading them out so i mean like being being a being an anime slash video game slash whatever the fuck we want uh topics do get kind of rare and we do rehash a lot so i think with this discussion we're able to uh elongate a lot of the questions that we have we've had previously that we didn't really touch on or we just had like half ass answer mm. uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, so we'll be we'll be able to flesh a lot of those uh those old questions out and give us uh give more of our thoughts about set questions. So I think that would be a bit more insight on how we uh how we view things. Yeah, well, I think it's think, time. I think we got nothing else to add on that, right? Yeah. So like I said, uh, it'll pro- I think half ass will be in its own um channel. I just uploaded through like the ass name. But, you know, it'll be the half-ass podcast posted by AskCast. And, uh, yeah, so it, it, it's connected to the anime safe space lore, the universe, exactly, the extended. The multiverse. Yeah, the ass MCU. Um, it'll be a part of that. But, like I said, it'll be, it'll be our own little thing. And uh, hope you guys join us when we start that, which will probably be, I'll probably be saying, like, two weeks. Because this episode and the ass awards will still be, you know, obviously under the anime safe space name, like we had to post it there. It's it's the ass awards. Um, so 
and I plan on doing that next week. I'm assuming you were thinking the same thing. Yeah, uh, so. I think, yeah, uh, we still have to finalize a lot of the decisions, like how much time we want to go on, um, when when we want to, what days we want to do, it, what time, like just so we are both on the same page. But expect it two weeks from now. Actually, actually expect it. Right, we're gonna actually expect that one. Right, not 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 the promises. This is the the loyalty to you guys. Well, two weeks from now, we're gonna have our first episode of the. Uh, Oh damn! Oh, the half-assed yeah. special. Yeah, the half-assed the 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 launch episode. The launch episode. So, um, yeah. So I think as a bit of an update, um, will there be a new, yeah? That's what I mean by that's what I mean by channel. There will be a new account slash playlist for it. It'll still be like posted. Like when you look underneath on Anime Safe Space, it says Ass Cast. It'll be posted by us, but it'll be the half-assed podcast. I was thinking about posting it on the anime safe space Spotify or Spotify, but I think that would just make it look a little too like just jumbled because you'd have like jumping back and forth between half-assed and anime yeah. safe space. If there was a way they could put categories, that would be great, but I don't think there is. You can. Yeah. So I'm just going to make, I'm just going to make a separate account for it. So, yeah. So yeah, like I said, basically we want to, basically all the existing like ass fans we hope you guys just listen to the half ass pod as well because it is essentially extra content because whenever we do a mainline episode for the ass cast we'll still have a half assed episode coming out along with it and we that and that's why we want to make sure we just talk about more and diverse things so we just don't go back onto the anime say space podcast and just rehash everything yeah so so it's Half well, ass. it'll be half like assed so like half and then a s s e d yeah so that, that those are the plans going forward but i think we uh i think we spend uh a bit too much time about our our multiverse right now so i think yeah, we should start going into what's going on in the real world right we we no one cares about us they only care about one thing and one thing only and that is the crunchy war award show oh my god this is this is actually something else what are your thoughts on this so far how i'm gonna be asking you before i bring it up Uh, yeah i I just want you just like you've seen everything right i've seen everything what do you rate it out of 10 it is okay so use okay before before that uh usually every year we we kind of like exaggerate when we say like the award are trash because like they're not always that bad like they get they they give nominations I disagree with, but I understand. Like, you y- you know what I mean? Like, they'll they'll it's not like egregious. Like, they'll put like Jujutsu Kaisen in the enemy of the year. While I disagree, I understand. Eren and best protagonist for last year, I disagree, but I understand and stuff like that. Uh, it, it's usually just a lot of choices where I'm just like, yeah, you know, I would have chose something else, but you know, my series isn't that popular. I get it. I guess this year, this year, calling it trash is doing it too. It, it's too nice. It's too generous. Because it's dog water. I'm gonna be honest, bro. <laughs> it is fucking terrible. I don't know what they were thinking. So, if you haven't kept up with the Crunchyroll Awards at all, like, and you you just been living under a fucking rock, uh, the Crunchyroll Awards this year. Their nomination category was from November 2021 to September 2022. So that means every fall anime from last year in 2022 is disqualified. So Bochi the Rock, Chainsaw Man, Mop Psycho 100, Do It Yourself, My Baby Girl. All of those other big ones, Bleach, 
Spy Family Core 2. It, it, like, all of them are just gone. They didn't give any reason. Uh, it's speculated right now that it's to eliminate recency bias. But if you remember back two years ago, Jujutsu Kaisen won Anime of the Year. So we don't know the actual reason. Um, and the award show is not till March anyways. So we have two months until the awards. So if it's recency bias, three months by that point will have passed since the winter season has or the fall season has ended. So what we're stuck with is fall anime from 2021 getting renominated again for the second year in a row on top of only three seasons from 2022 and a 2022 award show. And it is fucking terrible, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to want me to bring it up and we can just talk about it. We won't go through like every little tiny category like uh just so it's not like <laughs> we won't beat you over the head with how much we hate it yeah because we i mean we still we still got ours like we got we still ours we gotta we gotta look at right but yeah, yeah ours it's, is the best one, dude. It, it's straight up dog buns i don't know how they're doing it this is uh i they say recency bias they don't they don't want to have that but there is a lot of bias when it comes to this i'm gonna be honest this is this is yeah, it's, it's, it's clear just, what they want to win yeah yeah so um, I mean, we don't really care too much about, you know, dub voice actors and stuff like that, but I mean, we'll just bring it up. Uh, oh, I forgot pro ZD was in fucking with studio, studio ranking of Kings, but yeah, you know, they have, they have these ones, the ones that nobody really <laughs> cares about, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to put it be blunt. Uh, I guess I'll just go for fucking Amelie. Uh, I think she did a fine job for Marin, I guess. And then, you know, Japanese or what the fuck would Japanese go right there? Japanese, though. Who are you going for? Oh, oh, I totally forgot about fucking uh, Jolene's voice actor. Dude, like, I these, just, these are fine. Just... No, 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 no. The, the story behind it is what really makes it like so much better because she joined voice acting just because of Jolene. Just, just a voice. Yeah, no, I mean, just, I, just... She's, she's a great she's a great yeah. voice actor. Yeah, she is. And then especially being able to to voice her is. As something else so yeah i i would definitely give it to jolene uh, <laughs> renegade said this year's golden globes is looking better than this yeah yeah like so, i mean the, like the choices themselves and a lot of these like aren't the issue it's the fact that the choices that they could have had that would have made this a much more exciting show is like what bothers me and then and then a big show that's a recurring theme throughout this entire one that we'll get to but um, I'm happy that Fapata's voice actor was nominated. Um, I'm not sure who Natsuki Hane voiced, but I'm assuming Tengen. Um, I'm assuming this I is Chisato. Yeah. And Atsumi Tanizaki, is that your? I would I would hope that. No, that's Anya. That's definitely Anya. Yeah, I think that's Anya, actually. Yeah, so like the, the, the voice actor nominations aren't bad like at all. I would definitely say these are the best. I actually really like Fapata's voice actor and all of that. So she she did do a banging job, especially during her her uh her comeback in the in the village, yeah. That that her her little speech that gave me some chills. I'll, I'll, I'll be straight up honest. Mm. Yeah, just look at to me real quick while I jump over to romance. So, like I said, we'll we'll start speeding through these. I just wanted to look at those because I actually did not look at those voice actor categories. That's why I had to bring it up. Um, best romance. Uh, yeah, you know they got boring ones. They got fucking cheeky Mori and Comey can't communicate. I am very surprised. Love after world domination is there. Actually, uh, that surprised me. Call of the night. Yeah, if you want to call it that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess so. So it's basically a toss up between dress up and Kaguya, and uh, that, that's actually that's actually 
Yeah, it's probably gonna win, but I mean, my dress up darling is still. I wanted to win, yeah, but I, I it's 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 it did twelve episodes, but fucking Kage had done in like three seasons, so. Yeah, damn. Join some shade. Best fantasy. Yeah. This is what upsets me. Made in Abyss is voted in best fantasy and not anime of the year. Maybe they don't want it to win again because it won four years ago, but like. Attack and Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen, all of them get renominated all the fucking time. So, yeah, so uh, that that's it's it, it has to be an an anime of the year because there's what shows are competing with it. I mean, I'm I'm not saying which shows are not competing with it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anyone that's on Spotify. I'm just pointing at my shirt right now. Um, but um, yeah, it's there. There's this. That's the bullshit part. Yeah. And this bugs me because, you know, Mushiko Tensei is nominated in this category as well. Despite the fact that it's been a year and a half since it came out. Yeah. It's like, it's it's a fucking 2022 award show. This wasn't anywhere near 2022. This is what fucking annoys me. Like I said, and I think they're trying to do, copy the fucking, um, like, the Academy. Or, um, it, basically, a lot of award shows follow um, a November to November format, basically. Like the Game Awards. Or sorry, December to November. So like December always carries over into the next year, which I think is fine because not very many things release in December. Um, which is why like a few years ago when the Crunchy Wars was doing that, the Attack on Titan anime when it starts in December would just carry over into the next year for the awards, and I thought that was fine. Don't know what the fuck this is. Be- like it, it it it's stupid. It is so fucking stupid. And yeah, Vision Hypno says Cyberpunk got nominated 11 times. Yeah, imagine having an anime nominated 11 times in your own uh, award show. <laughs> Am That's I right? crazy, bro. That's yeah, crazy. Whoa, Jesus. That's we'll crazy. That. Wow, Jesus. Yeah, but Cyberpunk, um, it is the, the very last anime that aired before the cutoff on this list. And yeah, it is in every category. Like, I'll, uh, we'll get to that <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that when we get to cyber oh it's right here yeah it's in best drama i don't even know if i would put it in best drama at all because like when i think of drama and, like in this category would you can i haven't seen dance 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 sewer and kotura lives alone i know vaguely about but would you consider you know attack and titan or made in abyss a drama no no like that's like, it, like it's like making it such a big stretch like at this point, they're kind of grasping for straws. Like, yeah, they have drama, but they're not drama. I wouldn't call them that. It's like on Analyst and my anime list where every single fucking anime ever is listed as comedy. It's like that. <laughs> 86, I'm sure, is a drama. Yeah, it uh, is. It's, yeah. Uh, I haven't finished it, but it's, 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 it's more than definitely a drama. A lot of shit goes on around there. Yeah, Vision Hypno says 86 should win, but in or should win in theory, but Attack on Titan is there. So yeah, GG's. It's Reese gonna win that. Bodies, baby. Mm. Oh, we didn't even talk about the fact that Attack on Titan part <laughs> three or Attack yeah, on Titan is, final yeah, season no, 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 part no, no, three, we, part one. Yeah, part no, two. we got we got this is uh, this is like side tangent. Yeah, AOT final season part three, part one. This is looking like a JoJo reference. Kotoro is a drama. Yeah, I'm not sure if it is or not. I just know like that it's kind of like sad, but I don't know if like has drama elements. The Crunchyroll Awards really like stretching its fucking definitions because again, 
they wanted to put Attack and Titan in this category, so they did. They wanted to put Cyberpunk in here, so they did. They're like, hmm, there's some drama. There's dramatic elements. Aaron, you know, he he beefed with Grisha this time, and that, that created some dramatic tension, so that's a drama. So it it's, yeah. And then Cyberpunk, it's like, well, you know, David contemplated the his life and had beef with Maine at one point, so it's a drama. It, it's like, I don't know. There's other anime they could have put in this category. There's that's the reason for creating, you know, genres, specific categories like this. So it, so you can get the underdogs, not just put another fucking shonen in there. But we know how that works, though, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But best comedy. Uh... That's yeah. not, there's not really like there's nothing wrong. There's nothing to dog on. Yeah, I don't know what else I would put. Yeah. Oh. Isekai Oji-san is funny. Spy Family, of course, is funny. Your boy Kong Ming, I wouldn't necessarily say it was funny, but the premise itself is. So, Jessup yeah. um, Darling, it's mm-hmm. it's a cute funny. Um, it's it's a rom-com, obviously. And Kaguya, this is the funniest season of Kaguya, so I hope Kaguya wins that. That's that's sad. nothing nothing bad about that one. We'll we'll give we'll give it the. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I, I forgot to mention while we're here, uh, Crunchyroll Awards. Also, another reasons I'm very upset with this year is they got rid of best boy, best girl, best protagonist, best antagonist, and uh, one other. I'm trying to remember. I'll remember that later. But yeah, they got rid of like their four best categories and replaced it with um, best main character. Yeah, best main character and best supporting Holy character. Cattle. And no, and, and the must protect at all costs. Yeah, and that's next. So we'll get to that to see whatever the fuck that means. Because I actually haven't looked at all of these. Like I said, I looked at a few of them, got really upset. <laughs> and they're towards the top and then just logged off. Yeah, so best action, of course, another excuse to have Attack on Titan in the fucking category. Then there's Cyberpunk, which the action in Cyberpunk is good. Uh, I Don't get me wrong. Uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. JoJo's. Uh, I haven't seen it, but um, I'm sure you'd agree. It, 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 it did look really good. I think it started off with part with part one of the batch, looking a bit rougher. But then part two and and, and part three of the batch were were really really well animated. So then licorice recoil would. I'm I'm not upset about that, but I'd probably put something else. And then spy and family. Then, and then spy family. It's. It's a stretch because there is a couple episodes, you know, that, that do there have is that. Act- okay, like when there's action, it's good. But, you know, like you said, it's few and far between. Like yeah. Lloyd beats the shit out of some like gangsters at the beginning. And then seven episodes later, he fights your. So, yeah. I, okay, there's action set pieces, I guess. I'm thinking in the terms of fight. Uh, I guess there is action. It's just not like fights that I need to turn my monkey brain off. I'm fine with Spy Family. That's fine. Uh, must protect at all costs. Let's see what so, this is. So uh, I'm guessing are... this is like the must protect, like right, those stupid ass memes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, My little cute cinnamon bun characters, because that's what it looks like. All of these are yeah. that, and then you got Marin's Marin's fucking sexy ass in here. Okay, dude, she could freaking she could take down a tank with what she has, bro. Just saying, dude, I would let her take down my tank any day. Just saying, yeah, for sure, bro. And then, oh, let's go. Let's go into action. I mean, there's. It's this is a hard category. The reason why is because, like, yeah, it should be in here, but it's here because it's here in favor or in favor of antagonists. Uh, Must protect at all costs. Yeah. 
it should have just been an extra yeah like yeah. i don't know why they needed to get rid of those like maybe just to make the show not as long but like they can just get rid of fucking let's see get rid of a best uh well their anime song oh that one well we'll get to that we'll get they could have got one. rid of that though know. because they clearly don't know what the fuck they're talking about okay so yeah it must protect at all costs whatever um this makes me think they're talking about cute characters in which case i would say anya but i want to bang the shit out of marin <laughs> so <laughs> I, I would i would vote her so yeah that, that's just, that's my thought process but then yeah best supporting character replaces best antagonist in essence and I don't know why. Uh, I I don't know why you'd get rid of protagonist and antagonist because the whole reason you have best boy, best girl, and protagonist, antagonist is that you got, you know, your leading character, the opposing character, then best boy and best girl are essentially the best supporting characters. That's yeah. the way I look at it, at least. And supporting character, yeah, whatever. I don't know why the fuck they chose Rebecca over Lucy. Uh, they're both hot, but again, that's not what we're basing <laughs> on here. Um, yeah, Rebecca over Lucy and Cyberpunk Edge Runners doesn't really make much sense to me at all. Um, and the, the thing that pisses me off the most is is Anya and your being in this category. Well, you consider them both mains. I, I mean, I think they, Spy Spy Family is a tri protagonist because each one of them has their own stories. Think about it. Anya goes to school. You don't see Lloyd and your your Lord Lloyd becomes a supporting character in that little well, set piece. I will. Uh, I will just say I am mostly okay with it because it is spy family lloyd family basically like i am most like it is what you're saying like they all share mostly equal importance but at least what the anime covered right now it is lloyd's story i don't think and when anya's there i would say honestly she has more like plot relevancy than lloyd but it, everything that happens in the story revolves around Lloyd. Like everything that has to happen is because because and for Lloyd. So I'm not too against that. I just think that they probably should have put somebody else instead of both of them. But you know, I would have taken out your. I I, I do love your, but she doesn't do what anything she, until next season. Yeah, like in what she did this season, there could have been other characters. So yeah, and then you know whatever Tengen, he's cool. He's my he's my boy. I Hayasaka, she my didn't do. She didn't do anything this season. Um, she'll have her she'll have her moments next season, but really, I don't know what the fuck she did this season to warrant being there. So yeah, there's that. Um, I said we'll speed it up. <laughs> so best yeah, main yeah. character, um, David Aaron Martinez. That fuck that guy. <laughs> so you know, you wonder why they took the protagonist and antagonist? It's because they were mad that Aaron was in both categories. You're right, exactly about <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, people are wanting that we put Aaron in both protagonist and antagonist, even though that makes no logical sense whatsoever. And yeah, that look, last year, I thought I thought that was the worst they were going to get. Because last year, they did a two-minute slideshow for their award show and then nominated Aaron for protagonist and antagonist because they want to capitalize on AOT hype as much as possible. But then they got butthurt about all of that, so then they got rid of them and made main character and supporting character. So they can't... So, they can't get in trouble for <laughs> making a stupid ass claim like that. And then villains just get left in the dust because yeah. And now villains just left in the dust. Cause yeah, none of these are villains at all. And that, that's no. what sucks. It's like the whole point of, and mind you, not every antagonist is a villain, but most of the time they are. And that doesn't give them any representation here. And it just sucks. Like you, you gotta have that. So yeah, the rest of these Marin is great. Um, Lloyd, I, I'm okay with that. Boji. I haven't seen Osama ranking, but I know, He's, I know people love him. Um, Kisado, 
Chisato is a wonderful character. I love her. So I said, this one's not egregious. David, I don't agree at all, but I get it again. It's cyberpunk. Um, and then best director. Uh, we won't, don't really have to touch this one. No, I, a lot I of people are not going to really know about that. So this is the one that pisses me the fuck off though. Okay. So Crunchyroll, the Crunchyroll awards has a best opening sequence and best ending sequence category. And then this year, they introduced the best anime song category. And it consists of entirely openings and endings. That is it. Except for the Adieu song from the One Piece movie. That is an insert song, I think. I haven't seen it yet. But the rest of these, they have the, um, the Ya Boy Kongming opening. They have the Kaguya special ending. They have the Attack on Titan opening, which is also in the opening category, by the way. They have the Spy Family ending which is also in the ending category, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then the Shadows House ending, which is also in the ending category, by the way. <laughs> so what the fuck is the point of this category? They, they're, I think they're, I think what they're trying to do is which song is better. And they're trying, that, that would be my best bet. Cause like judging from how they word it, opening sequence is more of the opening plus the song. This is just the song itself. Oh no! What what I think they're they're trying to say by sequence is that it's just animation. But like like I think the the way it's supposed to be looked at is the way you're saying, like opening and song, like the animation plus song. That's why yeah. there's no need for this necessarily. Or just I mean, there's a, there's a need for this, but the way they just or the way they're trying to well, phrase well, it in sorry, this case that, is is terribly terribly wrong yeah there's a need for this category actually i i, I agree there's a need for this category and you'll you'll see why i mean it may or may we not start talking about the ass awards the, the better crunchyroll awards but hey we're not getting to that right now right we're not yeah so it, it it just really bought bothered me when i saw this i was like dude oh and apparently uh this is not a side tangent really but i was seething so hard about all of this on twitter that i got included in an article <laughs> Because I said, brilliant of Crunchyroll to include an anime song category, a category separate from best openings and endings, and consisted entirely of openings and endings. And somebody like cited it in an article and like talked about it. I was like, that, that's funny as shit. Dude, yeah, you're, you're making plays right now. That's why. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I said, this one is bugs me. It's like, if you're going to make a category like this, make it insert songs. The One Piece one is they start, but like, like it's the only actual insert there. And like my nonfiction, I guess it's a special ending. I'm not like too against that. It, but then that's just in the best ending sequence at that point. Yeah, but then just put in best ending. They did that with it's the like Kachi the, the Chica song, dance. Man. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I said, they they really gotta either be more descriptive or something. Yeah, yeah, and look at okay. Look, do you see this? Oh, actually, I didn't even see that. What the hell? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I as soon as I was like, they need to be more descriptive. So, best anime song. It says this category recognizes a vocalist, instrumental, soloist, duo, group, or collaborative recording played during any part of an anime series. Any part during an anime series. So, so they include they 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 wanted to include insert songs, but proceed not to put any insert songs besides New Genesis. Okay, this makes me even more upset because yeah, I was like, okay, anime song clearly they mean anime opening song. No, they meant any song at any point in an anime, which is the basis we use for ours, by the way. But we'll get to that later. But wow, oh wow, this pisses me off. Oh, this is this is this is great. This is actually great. 
Oh, my wow. man is seething through his is he's seething right now bro. dude i am i am fucking fuming okay you know i'm i'm, I'm just gonna i'm gonna let's close get, that let's one go, let's best go to best film. film uh i i mean it's just films there's nothing really wrong with it i mean uh, i know I mean, just choices but i mean at this i know point, everybody games. hated bubble <laughs> so, bubble was all right it was like it was it just you watched good. it yeah you watched it oh, i didn't i didn't realize that movie movie watched wrong like four months ago dude um you knew oh never even heard of that deer king i saw somebody crack a joke about deer king today so that's the first time i heard of it <laughs> um then one piece film red uh i again i still haven't seen it but i've been meaning to uh maybe when i catch up in the manga and then Jujutsu kaisen and dragon ball they're both great movies uh i'm a little hurt they didn't include you camp you know even though they fucking licensed the series <laughs> but whatever um, so no, you can't movie there, unfortunately. Uh, so I'm um, actually every 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 now I'm just looking at all the the info now. Oh, you are, yeah, yeah. To see what they say. I mean, yeah, it's... yeah, to see if like they say like no sequel because they change the rules all the time. Because mind you, again, best film did not exist. They removed it for four years until the Demon Slayer movie came out. Then they coincidentally brought it brought it back, yeah. and it won as soon as they did that. Or sequel series weren't allowed to be nominated for the anime of the year ever until attack on titan and then it won (laughs) so yeah so yeah that 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 bugs me best score um again attack on titan okay yeah attack on titan and demon slayer kind of bug me because i don't really think i mean attack on titan i guess kind of but demon slayer especially there's like no notable tracks i can think of at all maybe one tegan's fight fighting uh guotaro whatever the fuck his name is yeah but i mean even then like it, it's just the screams that and the sound effects that are really taking mm. place over the music yeah, it it's the voice work like it, it creates an atmosphere but it's it's the voice work that's really because demon Slayer really does have good voice acting like yeah it does. one yeah. thing we don't really talk about a lot um made in the best we don't even got to talk about that we don't even got to say wow no, holy it's, shit. yeah it's it's uh, like we we've said it. A, I think we said it like a while, a while ago. But main and best season two is, is actually almost close to a perfect adaptation. Yeah, or, I, that, I think. Well, yeah, actually, you say close because they did take out some important. They content. did take out some stuff. There are some things that you know they could have been touched up on. Maybe uh, um, make it a little more darker in some scenes, right? Instead of mm-hmm. kind of having that lighthearted drawing. But I mean, like again, like that's just at this point, I'm just nitpicking just to make. Just to nitpick. Mm. Yeah. And then, you know, Potipi, Kome, your boy Kongming. Um, the songs, I, I, I can only remember like the songs that What's Her Face sings, the main girl. Um, it's like, it's fine. I, I wouldn't, yeah. I'm going to say for like a music series, I didn't really like the music all that much. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing wrong against the yeah. music series. I'm just going to say know, that right now. Look, like if there was another, you know, certain music series in here, it would be an easy sweep. Spy Family, yeah. though. I am very happy with that. That deserves it. But I think, yeah, Maiden Bitch is going to win. Or it should win, sorry. But I, this is the end of the Crunchy War Award. It's Spy so. Family's winning. Spy Family yeah. is Cyberpunk. And Cyberpunk is mostly no, you know, just no, pop you know songs what? that already exist. AOT is going to win. No, a, no, actually, we got to remember this is a popularity contest. And no one gives two shit about Spy Family, dude. Or, or, or uh, Maiden Bitch. What do you mean? No, Spy Family. No, comparatively, is comparatively, think about it. Attack on Titan about, and no, Demon Slayer. If we're talking about the the biggest on your uh, Spy Family is on their level. I yeah, I think you underestimate Spy Family's popularity. No, 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 no. Like, I, 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 no, I, slightly an edge above 
or sorry, Demon Slayer is slightly an edge above, but I would put Spy Family like maybe just a tiny little smidge behind Attack on Titan. Like Demon no, Slayer I, obviously I is more popular than both. Like clearly, I, I want. I, I, there's a gap, not a big gap, but there's still a gap between them. Uh, uh, between Spy Family and Demon Slayer, yes. Between Spy Family and Attack on Titan, not that much. Not that much. I would. Not. I think there is, bro. Because I, I no, don't, don't you get, don't get me wrong. I, Spy Family is doing wonders right now, and Japan right now is probably the most watched series ever. Even it's like after. one of the most sell, dude. You can go into yeah. any anime store here, like or just like a box lunch or hot topic. It is all Spy Family stuff. Like I think. Oh, I, well, I haven't huge. seen that because I don't go out, dude. I'm, oh, I'm, no, I, it, I'm an actual weed. Sorry, my <laughs> dude, bad. It, it's all Spy Family shit. Like anytime we go out, me and my brother are going Christmas shopping. All we could find was Spy Family. Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't been there, or I haven't seen the yeah. stuff. So and then you remember, even Anime Expo, like every other cosplay was a Lloyd. I, I went as fucking Frankie. It's like, come on, yeah, but like every other cosplay is Lord. You're Anya. It's like it, it is, it is big. You were still right though. Attack on Titan probably will win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to see Spy Family here though, because not enough people talked about its soundtrack. I thought its soundtrack was awesome. No, I mean, uh, when we get to them award, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see you there. Best ending sequence, though. Again, look at that comedy. Oh, man, it is also in there, it, even That's though it was not best anime song. Which it deserves this one, by the way, like it yeah. really absolutely does. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Then the worst, the, the Komi opening, which I just do not like. Oh wait, no. The, sorry, that it's the opening. Okay, no, the second, so the, se the, the ending. I love. Yes, okay, yeah. that, that's totally actually forgot. something we forgot. I'm gonna Dude, be honest. Okay, I saw this and got pissed off because I was thinking of the opening. Okay, no, I'm happy about this. I fucking the, love. No, this I, I, no I remember which one. Yeah, no, this this yeah. was a good. This was a great ending. But I this think, is an uh, amazing ending. I just think it it couldn't fit in our list because there was too many. Because uh, and our our opinion right now, right? I think endings were actually better than openings. Hmm. Well, I said uh, this last year on the pod. I said like it was a pretty weak for year for openings, and then the fall season came around, and I was like, okay, now we got a bunch of bangers. But the endings persisted throughout the entire year. Yes. So, but yeah, this is. I think this is a. There's four good choices in here. I, I can't remember Attack on Titan's ending. I'm sure Attack on Titan. If, if there's one thing it does have, it's good. You know, endings and openings mostly i don't think the rumbling is like amazing but i, I, yeah. I it's fine um i can't remember kaguya's i'll, I'll, I'll be i'll be straight honest <laughs> kaguya's endings are just okay it always gets nominated and i'm just like yeah you know I, I i don't really care i don't like i don't get the hype behind nonfiction. i'll be i'll be honest i'll just be straight up um but yeah uh dress up darling 100 deserves it i am actually very surprised to see it here um Kaki or Komi, 100%. Call of the Night, fuck yeah. Great ending. So yeah, not bad. Like I said, this one isn't terrible. It still just more so bothers me that comedy gets nominated twice. The whole point of separating the fucking categories like that is to... Dude, stop heating, bro. We gotta get to our <laughs> award show. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, We'll be here all day if I do this. Gonna okay, be best opening, day. though. Look at that. Pa, uh, your boy Kong Ming in there. Oh, wow. Even though it was in the fucking... Opening, dude. All right, bro. Uh, anime song. Dude, we got all right, hold on. Through striking visuals and irresistible music, a great opening sequence sets the table for what's to come. Whether it's creating a quirky mood for an offbeat rom com or striking a dark and serious tone for suspense, a memorable opening has as much creativity as passion and passion as the show it introduces. They didn't. Even, they just explain what an opening is. <laughs> 
yeah and so it's clear they're incorporating music too so yeah again but this is they, annoys me yeah, <laughs> what the is, fuck is their what is their basis for nominating here but i mean yeah it's all right yeah and then the the cyberpunk opening that one kind of bothers me it's a like it's a 20 year old franz ferdinand song I mean, uh, mind you, that it's not like that should disqualify or anything, but it's like it's a super old song, wasn't made for the anime or anything. And then the mm. opening itself is like a minute long, and it's it's really visually cool, but I I wouldn't put it above like anything else, really. Um, it's mostly just like silhouettes of David standing there. The song is good. No, I'm not. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that song's bad at all. I just would put a lot of things above it. Yeah, don't. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say the cyberpunk opening is bad in any way. It's it's not. I would just have a lot of other choices above it. And then the Demon Slayer opening. We all knew it was going to be there, so I can't really fight that. It's going to be there. <laughs> the Demon Slayer yeah. opening can be fucking Lisa farting into a mic, and it'll be it'll be the opening of the year. So there's no beating that. And the rumbling's going to win. It, it, it's insanely popular. There's no way it doesn't win this category. So yeah, it's whatever. Uh. Continuing series, yeah, and I they, mean, I think they brought this back this year. Well, I mean, they they got they got Demon Slayer, they got Attack of Titan, their babies. So, I mean, it has to be here. See, well, uh, real quick, this one is also confusing because they have a best ongoing and then anime of the year. And originally, we were going to do an anime of the year for originals and then best ongoing. So now this makes me a little confused why they have best continuing and then they also nominate these for enemy of the year. So their their basis for nominating <laughs> doesn't That's really make sense. But I mean, I mean, it's what you expect from from continuing series. I mean, at this point, it's just a category. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, this one. It's, but this one, it's what we expected. Made in Abyss. I'm actually very pleasantly surprised to see there, but it did win the enemy of the year a few years ago. It's not like they hate it. It's 2018. Eighteen. The show's actually it's it's only its sixth year, twenty seventeen. So, but yeah, so made it a bit. Um, actually happy is there. JoJo's obviously was going to be there. Kaguya obviously was going to be there. Demon Slayer and Tekken Titan obviously, and One Piece. These were all very obvious choices. Not much to say. No. Um, new series. I mean, <laughs> I. It's uh, I don't even know at this point. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Kong Ming is only there because you know Fall is disqualified. Because you know, you know what would be there, but uh, you would know what would be there. Fucking Bochi the Rock, Chainsaw Bochi Man, rock, would both be here. But you know, it's like whatever. Call of the Night was good. Cyberpunk again. I'm not the biggest fan of, but I get it. I, I'm I, I'm fine with it being there. Locus Recoil, yeah, it was, it was it took the world by storm. By family, obviously, and dress up, darling. Yeah. Which I was gonna say, I'm surprised to see it getting this much love, but then I keep forgetting the fall season is not here. Yep. <laughs> so, gotta remember, bro. Uh, all right. Well, best animation. Um, I like. No, this, this is the, this is the funny part. Akemi or Akemi's sailor uniform. Akemi sailor uniform. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was oh, good. No, it has it has wonderful animation. I'm actually like I, I, I'm seeing this. I'm actually surprised. Though. Seeing this, I'm actually surprised. Like, I didn't think about putting this in our our best animation. It wouldn't have won for me or anything, so it's fine. But like, it, dude, this animation was great, especially the way they animated them toes. You know, yeah. So feet. definitely, so it's definitely all right. So, uh, uh, the the thing that 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 really makes me like 
ranking of Keen just core two, not even core one, just core two. That's the only reason. <laughs> that just pisses me off for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I said it, 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 they really wanted that core, uh, that that ranking of Keen hype. Well, and oh, and I know what you're saying. Yeah, the, well, I did just, they, they have core one and two because it's both 2021 and 2020. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah why are they specifying court too? Okay, but, it's it's uh, like I said, it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's so stupid. This is okay. funny. But the, the rest of these are fine. Cyberpunk, say what you will, has phenomenal animation. It's Trigger. What do you expect? Demon Slayer. Yes, I mean, come on, it's Ufold- it's foldable. Like, what, <laughs> it's what do you expect? Dragon Titan. I did, still haven't seen part two, but like, I'm sure it looks good. It's my. It, it looked good, but I mean, and Spy Family, like you know, actually looked great. So. Like Jake said before the show, it was consistent. Like, there's nothing jaw dropping about its animation, but it was very consistent. Like, there's it's no very scene I consistently. Point to. It was consistently good, and when it did have uh, those moments, it did have very fluid animation and great, and great animation. Mm. So it was like it was never bad. It was always great, and then it went above. So that's that, that was the good thing about Spy Family. Now we're on then, best character design character design i mean and it looks like character designer but um i mean yeah uh i would probably give it to cyberpunk i guess because i do i i do really like lucy and david's designs um and rebecca's i think all their designs are pretty fucking good i I still haven't watched it but it's fine Mm -hmm. and dress up darling i do love you know the how marin and them look too but like most of the design just goes straight to Martin <laughs> and Juju. <laughs> um, Demon Slayer is, you know, whatever. I, I, I really do actually like like the checkered designs, like on top of sa- Samurai Gear. I really like all of that. Um, I don't know why I said whatever. I actually really do like Demon Slayer's character design. Um, I don't know if I'd make it win, though. And then JoJo's, and I'm sure you like his designs. Dude, it's JoJo's. They always have fantastic yeah. designs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he says all you had to do is says mimic Iraqi's like style, like one to one, and you got a banger character design in your hands. Yeah, so. it's, there's a reason why he's got a fucking museum over there. Yeah, and then Spy Family is uh up there. I don't know. It's just funny to me, like with this, because these are all like adaptations minus uh, oh, minus Cyberpunk, and it's like they're just using the you know the manga designs. <laughs> yeah. It's... So, but so, I, I don't know. Obviously, they have a character designer, so you get, you got to credit them. You're not just gonna say like, "Oh, we're gonna credit uh, fucking Araki for the character design for JoJo's." Uh, it's still a challenge trying to mimic that into to anime form. No, 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 no. Yeah, there absolutely is like an art to it. So, like, yeah. I, 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 it was just an observation. Uh, best original anime, though. Um, <laughs> whatever the fuck, Birdie Wing Golf's Girl Story. Yes, okay, it. never even heard of that. Never heard of orbital orbital children, Jesus, and Healer Girl. I'm meant to watch, um, but we all know Licorice Recall is winning this. We don't really get to say much. I think you watched Uday Deco, didn't you? No, I did not. Oh. I, I've heard of Vampire in the Garden, but I mean, that, oh, I've God. only heard the show. I haven't heard anything about it. My brother's dog is home, or my brother's dog. My brother is home, and my dog is going crazy. Okay, now we are on Anime of the Year. And we spent a lot again, more time on this, too. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, I know. I look, I was seething over the anime song for a while. Uh, <laughs> anime of the year. Um, again, we all expected Attack and Titan and Demon Slayer because of fucking cores. Ranking of um, Keys, Core Two. <laughs> Ranking of Kings. It was nominated last year, by the way, Core One. 
which is why they're specifying Core Two, I think now. Um, Cyberpunk, uh, dude. Why don't they do that for Jujutsu Kaisen? Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, they didn't. They just said Jujutsu Kaisen. For and then the, the they didn't say Core Jujutsu One. Jujutsu they said, yeah. It, oh my god. Fuck. Fuck this. Fuck like, this if company. they did that, that would have been that would have been easier. It would have been it would it would have been much more forgivable. Say that. Yeah. But then they changed the rules. So. Like they change the rules every fucking year, and like, there's nothing like inherently wrong with that. But it's so clear, like, that they're doing this to like rig it, kind of. Um, but we'll, I'll get into that in a second after this. Uh, Cyberpunk, obviously, I, I we expected it to be there. Uh, Licorice it's, Recoil, it's AOT, and Demon Slayer. Like, come on, we don't even care about the nominee. It's just between those two. Yeah, Licorice Frequent, but well, no, no, it's between Spy Family. Those three. No, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Cyberpunk and Attack on Titan honestly are like the ones that I think are going to win this. Cyberpunk is beloved by like everybody that they have on their panel. I know are going to choose Cyberpunk, and fan wise, they're all going to choose Attack on Titan. Like critically, like acclaimed, Cyberpunk is getting it. Uh, but if you're just going based on popularity, Attack on Titan. Um, I actually don't think Demon Slayer is too strong of a race in this one. So hmm. for like anime of the year, so. I said, I, I like Cyberpunk. You're really underestimating its <laughs> its uh, critical pull like that. So, well, I, I I wouldn't say Spy Family. I, I'd agree. Yeah, I don't think Spy Family is gonna really have a chance, <laughs> especially because it's just the first core. Even though they didn't put core one, why did the fuck did they not put core one if they're gonna specify cores here? I don't know. It's annoying because you gotta specify like this if you're gonna disqu- disqualify a fucking entire season of anime. Let, you gotta do that. Hey, let, 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 let's go to ours. Let's go to ours. Well, well ours. hold on. I just wanted to say the reason all of this bugs me about the Crunchyroll Awards is just because you know they're the face, whether we like it or not, they are the face of anime in the West. They yeah. are the biggest award show, and it's so fucking clear that they don't care. Like they don't put effort into this shit, and it's 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 annoying. <laughs> it's crazy how they don't put effort. You know, so it reminds me. Of <laughs> well, I put I put effort into ours. It, it's just <laughs> really annoying, though. It's just like they could do so much better, and they just don't. Like they just they they either nominate safe choices or nominate something nobody's ever fucking heard of, just so that another thing has like a better chance. And it's like no, just it's like choose what people actually want make your rules more clear because they never they were always intentionally vague and it's just i don't know they it just bugs me and also don't do this stupid split shit anymore i i don't know what the point of it is like i genuinely part of me believes that they didn't want boji and chainsaw man winning every category because they would (laughs) have like they really would have and now next year next year boji might not win anything because it's going to be a year and a half since it came out yeah so it's like dude that's that sucks and yeah somebody might say if it was good it would persist its popularity will absolutely persist but it's going to be going against jujutsu kaisen demon slayer another season next year it's going to be aot final season part three part one (laughs) yeah the next two parts of attack on titan spy family movie and its second season it's going to be going against um and that's where all the good stuff actually happens for spy family that's where every like that's when your finally gets become but becomes yeah. the third main protagonist and the best part yeah so like it's all like this really good shit coming out so i i don't know it is bugs me. and it, it, it's even even then like bochi should still be in there but at that point i don't think it depending on how they do shibuya i mean it's it's gonna be a no contest it's shibuya it's is gonna be pretty like nuts, it's it's like if people that have have read the manga know how crazy shibuya is like it's it's 
and, and I I love Bochi. I mean, obviously, but it's I don't think it's going to be a contest if if they do it right. Yeah, I said, and it just bothers me because like I really want to vote for Bochi, but like just based on principle, like next year when it comes out, I'm like, it's not a 2022 anime, and like I want Jujutsu Kaisen to win and like some of his categories, which is ironic because I know like fucking. <laughs> Two years ago, I was whining about how it doesn't deserve it at all. <laughs> but like, I, well, I, mean, I, I would want other things to win. I don't want to put Boji in just to snub out things that it didn't even air alongside. You know, like I'm yeah. fine with it snubbing out 2022 shows because it's a 2022 anime. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So it's it's annoying, um, but we can cleanse your palate a little bit, guys, because now we're talking about an award show that matters. What is the ass awards? The 2023 ass awards, yes. That we go from 2022 to the end of 2022. I know it's like, a very it's, shocking concept. I know it's shocking. I know it's 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 crazy, but you know, at, when we were when we were uh, putting this together this list, uh choosing the winners for some categories is was very, very difficult. Uh, I will say that, like for for the, these Crunchyroll awards, I mean, what there's like two of them that you know they're gonna win. Over here, I mean, this is gonna be a tough one. <laughs> mm. This is gonna actually gonna be a tough one. Uh, how many categories do we have? Twelve. Yeah, I'll take some nuggets, Tyler. Uh, we have fifteen nuggets. 15. Uh, fifteen nuggets. 15 Jesus Christ, categories. fifteen categories. Yeah, so we have fifteen categories. There will be fifteen winners, obviously. Um, I don't know how many Crunchyroll has. Let me see. Uh, 15, 20, 22. Looks they have 22 awards. Um, so not as many, obviously, but like, um, we don't really care too much. Uh, I, I, I care about like directors and stuff, but I know like most of our like listeners and viewers aren't gonna like get too much into that or like aren't gonna be as knowledgeable, like, about like you know, people in the industry. Which I mean, it's fine. Crunchyroll is an industry award show, we're just you know, just doing the goofs and gaffs, <laughs> so we just do the goof and gaff ones. Um, the ones that actually matter. So, yeah, we we try to be as diverse as possible with this one. We chose ones that reflect what the ass cast likes. So, like what me and Jake and what JV and Intel would like, um, and then what the popular like consensus would be. So, there are some choices in here that like me and Jake haven't even seen, but uh, we put it in there in hopes that like popularity wise, you guys would actually like vote for them and like would like them too, and. Your guys, your guys' voice like matters a lot. Holds more this, a this lot more weight this year. Yeah, it's uh, we we decided like we we're not going to be as objective, right? We're going to let the people decide. But I think we're we're still deciding on if we want to do a little catch yet. I, we I don't think I, I brought the idea, but I don't know if we're going to do that yet. We'll we'll save that. We'll we'll save, we'll that. save that for the end. But it, it would be a little shocker in this in this ass awards. I think it would be pretty funny as well. Yeah. But last year, you guys' like, vote counted for like one point. This year, we're going to raise that point up a little bit. So you guys' vote will hold more weight than ours, basically. Yeah. Um, so you you guys will be basically like the bigger deciding factor. Because like last year, you guys' vote was one, and you ended up only getting one category, which is anime of the year. <laughs> um, so I, I do want to – I'm doing this in hopes that like the audience vote is the deciding factor in a lot of these more so than anything else um so yeah so yeah, again your guys's vote is the most important one here um and all the polls are polls are up on twitter right now 
Um, I put them in one big long thread and all of them have their own respective polls. Um, I'm probably going to keep it going until Friday and then we can do the awards on Sunday. Hmm. So yeah, that's about five days worth of four or five days of uh, voting, which I think is ample time. So. Yeah, but, it, but should, yeah. it should be enough time. Uh, I, uh, I said, we're not going to get a lot of traction after that. So, I mean, got capitalized. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to fizzle out. Okay. Well, we can, out, uh, dude. We can start from the bottom and go through our nominees real quick. So we got best animation. And I mean, like, you want to name them out? So like best animation, right? We're looking at everything, right? Um, Fights, uh, moments, uh, interactions, what they do. Uh, So right now we got, you know, I haven't seen Cyberpunk, but we got Cyberpunk, Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man, Bochi, Mob Psycho, the third season, Attack on Titan, the final season, part two, uh, Spy Family, Made in Abyss, season two. All of them have, you know, we dog on the crunch rules, but all these have uh, great animation or aspects of animation uh, that, I mean, it's just fun to look at. They're eye candy for everyone, so... This is a it's a good a good category, a good list, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm able to do this. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, um best animation though. I think we did a, a good job on this one. I think they're all obvious no-brainers. Like, come on, Mob Psycho is going to be there. Bochi the Rock was the talk of the town. Um all of these are exemplary though of like the best animation of the year. I'm going to try to like keep my opinion out of like all of these just so like we don't give away what our choices are obviously i i think uh i think i might have uh done a goof but we'll see <laughs> well with your jacket <laughs> yeah i'm sure what i wonder what you voted for so yeah ah, damn that's crazy bro i think yeah. I, I think my reasoning for for my votes are, are gonna be good so that's fine yeah well so we had best animation, and then I wanted to. Decide, I I decided to take my uh my own hand and uh, take a stab at fucking best anime song <laughs> in response to Crunchyroll <laughs> Awards. So you know, so, best anime song. So, so yeah, ahead. so this is this is funny, but we're uh, for anime song. We're using insert songs that you know play during the anime, uh, not just openings or endings, because you know why would we do that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and to be completely fair, just real quick, in their description, it does say, like, any song that plays at any point. So it's not like I explicitly went out of my way to disclude openings and endings, but I wanted to shine a light more on, where me and Jake, I don't know, I'm saying just me, we both nominated these, but we wanted to shine a light more on inserts and anything. So. Yeah, uh, but I think insert songs really don't get the love and attention that they deserve. Because they really do matter in a lot of these, in a lot of these shows. Maybe not cyberpunk, but I mean, I don't, well, I don't Tyler know. Tyler says, "Stay at your house" isn't even from the anime. What? Well, and that's fine. Um, Crunchyroll fucking nominated the uh, the opening, and that's not from the anime. So, and I think the way it's incorporated in the anime was really good. And like every time they play that song, it's pretty like you know. I think that was the only times I felt like emotion from cyberpunk was when they played that song. So. Yeah, dude. When I heard old stories, dude, I, I legit cried. So I'm gonna be honest. But yeah, our nominees for this category, though, because I don't think we said them. We have that band from Bochi the Rock. We have I really want to stay at your house from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Lost Time from Call of the Night. 
Guitar Loneliness and Blue Planet <laughs> from Bochi the Rock. <laughs> Old Stories from Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Good Day from Spy Family. Sun is coming up, and this is the only technical opening that we have on here from the Unicamp movie. And If I Could Be a Constellation from Bochi the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> So this we is have three uh, bochi. <laughs> yeah, three bochis that all get used in the show. Mm. Um, I, as much as I like some of these, I, I think I think we have a clear winner in this one. Uh, I'll be I'll be straight honest. I oh, I haven't even looked at your list, so I actually don't know what the clear winner is. Let me see. I I think I, I even if you haven't, I think you already know. Um. The clear oh, yeah, winner in this yeah, category. Okay. I, I know it's one in this category, then yeah. We won't say we're not gonna but, say, but if you know, you know, right? It's yeah, it's, it's you know, you know. <laughs> I mean, this one is gonna be a very hard one because according to the van vote so far, there is one that's winning that isn't our choice. That sucks, that right bro, because we're gonna be voting the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're gonna rig this shit. We're gonna rig um, this shit out. Yeah, that's right, boys. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, I think this one is great. I was honestly debating on making a best Bochi song category as like its own fun separate category, but I was like, nah. I'll make I think best we'll, anime we'll, song. we'll do that list later on, like a little tier list. Yeah, I we'll make that, that like a separate. That would be that would be our our our, our dive back into t- the tier list. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Then after uh, best anime song, of course, comes best soundtrack, and this one's. I think all of our choices this year are pretty tough. This 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 to me was a very very tough choice. Um, I, let's, let's, we only have six uh, nominees over here this this year, but I mean, we got one: Bochi the Rock, Made in Abyss season two, Chainsaw Man, Call of the Night, Do It Yourself, and Spy Family. All of them have amazing soundtracks. You can remember; you always have that key tone, and uh, and Do It Yourself, Spy Family always has that recurring theme that you just recognize chainsaw man chainsaw man was everywhere i'm gonna be honest mm. the call of the night had that that little um i don't even know how you would call it uh, i can't remember i don't know what the right word would, would be but it, i mean it really gave the vibe of being at night and uh not necessarily partying, but having a good time—that kind of thing. It's it's a chill. It's literally it's literally low fight beats to a uh, chill slash study too. There it is. That's what, <laughs> that, that, that's what call of the night is. Even it's not low fi but that's just the vibe it gives. Um, uh, they, they, Abyss, they do a very I mean, funky hip hop. Yeah, but, but May and Abyss. I mean, it's 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 Kevin. Like, there's nothing to say about him that you haven't already heard. His 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 taste in music is just it's beyond us. It's it's incredible impeccable amazing yeah this one's very tough though because like i said even do it yourself might be the underdog here but it's my favorite rio heisataka um he's my favorite fucking composer or one of them sorry kevin pankin obviously you know there. and, and, and then of course bochi it's I, we have to put it in there i don't even know if there's a true composer i mean because the composers they got were like zach from you know zach and uh mm-hmm. my favorite band of all time trico they got eq uh, nakajima there to uh compose some yeah. of them too so like they just got a bunch of artists basically to compose the music so and spy family I, I again like i said i think it was very underrated i didn't see anybody talk about spy family's soundtrack at all so. no it's was, it was, it's it's good it's a it's a like i said spy family is like the definition of just great all around 
I, I really can't see a lot wrong with it. Mm. Yeah, like so Spike Family, yeah, like you said, it's like the epitome of just like it is a very consistent, like very consistently good show. I can't point to anything in there and be like, yeah, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like you can't it's, like something it's, else. It's, it's it's like the brotherhood of this generation, I'll I'll say right now. Mm. It's it's mm. shaping up to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I that that's a very fair way. Cause yeah, if like I saw somebody say this is the greatest enemy of all time, I'd be like, slow down, buddy. It's good. Best it's great ever. It's it's it's, it's enough to be in a top ten. Oh yeah, it's like it's fantastic. Yeah, but I was like, if it's your top one, maybe even top three, I'd be like, you know, relax, slow your fucking roll. <laughs> but if you're like top four, five, six, I mean, like I, I can agree with that any day of the week, and I fucking love Spy Family. Well, so it's, it's uh, following the uh, the trend of you know music. We're gonna jump over to best opening, and then this one. Um, and, yeah, so. I mean, I, <laughs> Bochi the Rock Seishun Complex. Uh, we got Kickback from Chainsaw Man. Mixed Nuts from Spy Family. I'm not even going to pretend to to try. Doki Doki uh, Idea Wo Yodishiko. Do it from, from Do It Yourself. We got one from Mob Psycho Season 3. Daten from Call of the Night. The Rumbling from Attack of Titan Final Season Part 2. And we got Scar from uh, Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. I, I I mean, there there are good openings over here. Uh, however, I think the this one is I think is another one of those just no brainers. Actually, I'm gonna look at what you chose too. It's I, I, oh, okay. to, all right, it's, I, 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 all right. I respect it. It, it, it yeah. It's I, I the, a lot of these are good. I mean, uh, Bochi's raw. Uh, when we were talking about it on the pod, we, we both like we were saying this is contender for opening of the year, and then kickback happened. And then, <laughs> well, all these openings happened because I was like, because yeah, I uh, this isn't giving it away because you know it could still very well, but my contender for the anime of the year was between Mixed Nuts and then and then uh, Call of the Night, and then <laughs> and then Mob Psycho. DIY, Bochi the DIY, Rock, yeah. Chainsaw Man all dropped in the same season. And um, Scar. And, uh, and I was going to say, and Bleach. None of us. We don't watch Bleach. Yeah. is watching Bleach. Uh, we haven't personally seen Bleach yet, but I mean, it's it, an opening is an opening. That's all we got to say. Oh, that, that opening is great. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I like went back and I was like, I have no problem including this. I was like, this is yeah. a great opening. So yeah, Bleach gets its representation here, guys. We, we, like, we like representing the community. Yeah, <laughs> but notice how all these are fall anime. <laughs> well, most well most of these. Uh, Just, I mean, well, one, we two, got three, spring for Spy four, Family, five. winter for Attack of Titan, and summer for Fall the Night. But yeah, five of these are fall. <laughs> so every season is represented technically. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's not hard, but I think uh, I, I think for me it was a clear winner. The who should win for me at least. And Which people might be surprised. I don't know. But I think everything will be surprising. Like all of the results yeah. from this award show might be surprising, or maybe it, not it because because be. we don't <laughs> we have the vote win. that we have from like last year. So it's it's a really up to you guys. You guys have a big sway. Yeah, you guys have a much bigger pull. Your your dick is swinging hard. The only I think the only like mine and Jake's choices like can win is if we both vote for the same thing. But I put I slid mine mine first, and I didn't tell Jake what I voted for. So like it's not like we're like. 
you know, corroborating to, to get no, no, he, he, he had us sent it in. He did all his, uh, he finalized his choices and then I picked mine and then sent them in. They're already finalized. We can't change them back. Uh, so we, we can know each other's, but I mean, it's not going to do anything at this point. Yeah. I even screenshotted like when I finalized my results. So you guys know I'm not cheating. I got integrity like that, but moving on, we got best ending and I'm just going to jump right into it because you guys are going to be noticing a very big common recurring theme. If you haven't noticed already. We have a distortion from Bochi the Rock. <laughs> we got Hawatari Nioko Senti, or two million thousand long centimeter chainsaw blade, or whatever the fuck it's called, from Chainsaw Man. Comedy from Spy Family. In the back room from Chainsaw Man. Hana no To from Licorice Recoil. Yofukashi no Uta from Call of the Night. Koi no Yuki, or y- Yukue, however the fuck you pronounce that. My Dress Up Darling. And winner from Blue Lock. I don't see a lot of people talking about winner from Blue Lock. I that was my choice. This is my nomination, and because I was trying to think of my like last one, and then you mentioned something about Nagi for one of your your picks later on, and I was like, Blue Lock, <laughs> and I yeah, went and I was like, man, it's I it's, it's a re- it's a really good ending. There's a lot of end like I'll be honest, there's a lot of endings that sh- could be up here that just didn't make it in because we only wanted oh. to have eight choices. Yeah, no, I feel bad. There, there's some endings that that are left off, like the Comey ending. I, I think Comey ending is is left out. Yeah, some some of the Chainsaw Man endings are left out too. <laughs> like but every think, Chainsaw Man ending, yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, f- f- a lot of people are going to be talking about ending three. My my pick was ending five that I I, I picked in. I do I really enjoy the song. Uh, if you guys listen to the full song, uh, it's it, it's a really fun song. I'll be honest. Uh, uh the the actual ending sequence i do like how they kind of reference everything uh especially the horsemen i i think there was a lot of stuff right there which which, which was for me it was a fun one mm-hmm. but i think um for me this was an easy sweep because one of these is in my top two endings of all time the top three right when it hit so it's it's uh <laughs> i feel bad <laughs> Yeah, no, I said this one is this one is very tough. I felt bad for like choosing one of what answer I gave. I felt bad because I snubbed out all of these other fantastic ones. Like, and like I love every single ending here. Like, yeah, all I, of them I, are fantastic. I, I've listened. To, I have. I think I don't have winner and dress up darling on my on my playlist, but I I just haven't found them yet. But I listen to these at least once a week. Hmm. No, I go back to these a lot. Like, yeah, or I like I haven't listened to Licorice Recall since the, the anime ended, but I had to listen to it again when I was like obviously putting these together, and I I I got like a little emotional. I was like, man, this is a fucking awesome because like it just gives you like this amazing feel. I don't know. It's like when an episode ends and that fucking guitar kicks in or whatever the mm-hmm. instrument that is. It's like the do 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 do. I was like, oh man, it's so no, that iconic it's- melody, dude. Yeah, that's they. <laughs> They did a good job with that one, especially yeah, no, you know what? Great. Especially the uh, when the fight was starting to happen and talking to joins. Oh, my, anytime it happens, I I think my favorite one is especially when um I forgot what she does. Does she do a hand? She she does something to Chisato and then she gets up and starts doing her giggle thing, like she runs. In oh, she beat him in a rock paper scissors. Yeah, rock paper scissors. <laughs> that's right. And then the song kicks in there. I was like, God, oh, this is like a tender moment. <laughs> that that that, that was a, that was a great ass moment. That. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I don't know yet. We'll, we'll see. We'll see who can talk about it. Yeah. So it, all of these are great. Like, like I said, and Call of the Nights ending, especially because um, 
in case you guys didn't know out there, Call of the Night is named after this song, like the anime. Like creepy the the the, the mangaka is a huge fan of creepy nuts. They made a song called Yofukashi no Uto, which means Call of the Night. And they loved the song so much, they asked if they can name the manga after that, and they said yes. And then once they got the anime, <laughs> they asked if they can make uh, the music for Call of the Night, and they said yes, so long as they use the song for, you know, the, the ending. So it came full circle. They used the Call of the Night song, which inspired the name Call of the Night for the Call of the Night manga, and they used it for the ending for Call of the Night. And It's, it's, it's awesome. I love it. It's like I, I imagine the mangaka was just nerding out that whole time, just listening to that. Probably, dude. I'll be honest, dude. See, so, yeah, like all of these are great. Yeah, and the stories from we didn't got to say much, you know, just fucking Buddy the Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, I'm seeing these comments. All right, distortion is my favorite one. I'll be honest, distortion is my favorite ending from there. And not Where to you like, go wrong with any of them. No, like, it's not. It's it's like one of those things. I just like them more than the other three. Not to say the other two are horrible. They're great endings that could be on this list as well. Yeah, D. Derelict says the Call of the Night Mangaka is a dick rider. Yeah, he still God he needs to stop dude. meat riding uh, creepy nuts. You're right. Yeah. Okay, well, oh uh, fuck, would I go for best ending? I totally forgot the order I put this in. I don't know. Let me open dude. up my Twitter. Um, uh, best ending though. Well, moving on from that, we'll jump right into best moment. So this one, this yeah. one's a good one, I think. So we got Bochi Solo from Bochi the Rock. Specifically, got, your first one. Her first the, one, the, yes. That bad uh, one, in yeah. the uh, when they're in the the cafe, not at the um, the school festival. We got ninety nine is Reagan's theme. That's when he's he going up to Mob in Mob Psycho three. Uh, that moment from Kaguya and Kaguya season three. Where you, you you already know that moment, right? We don't got to specify it, but we're not going to put spoilers for you know the people that haven't seen it yet. Uh, the the barf scene from Chainsaw Man. We got Fapita's Rage from Maiden Abyss. And I know we there's got, a typo in this next one. I'm sorry. I, I updated it already. I forgot to upload the proper one. Oh yeah. So we got Aaron. Does Aaron convinces Grisha? Or did you? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. No, the, the yeah. typo was Aaron's convinces Grisha. I uh, I was going to type something else, and I left that uh, the apostrophe S on Aaron. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, from, from Italian Titan. We got Nagi's Awakening from Bulak. And then we got Are They, You Know. From licorice recoil, all right. Uh, there's the, the, a lot of good moments, right? Uh, I, I, I'm sure we, we we probably missed some, but I think these are the ones that stood out to us the most. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was like, this was this was hard to pick. I will be honest. It was it this was one was of the hardest, very ones. hard to pick. Like it's what stood out. To, basically, I chose we chose ones that stood out to us, and then like ones that stood out to the community. Like everybody was talking about the the puke scene. Both when the manga came out and obviously when the episode came out, everybody and their mother was talking about Aaron talking to Grisha. I didn't even see part two yet, but like I saw that in memes everywhere where people would just edit Aaron talking in, like <laughs> talking to an anime character, a movie character, telling him to like do it, you know, go do yeah. this, you, you coward. Meme. Yeah, big meme. It was a huge meme. Like it was uh, for good reason. Again, I, I do like all of the path stuff in Attack on Titan. I, I actually don't know why I haven't watched last season yet. Like it is, it is a fantastic moment. In the manga, it's like holy shit, this guy is not fucking around. Um, then yeah, Fapita's rampage. Um, all of that it's hard because like every time Fapita's on screen is just amazing, but specifically that screen cap I put on the on uh the screen is like one of the just the most like emotional moments for me, basically, is just because like when she descends into the village and you know just 
brutalizes everybody. It, it it's rough. It is rough. And then even then, like we didn't even, like another one that could have been on here is her her speech in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, well, that could any, be its own little moment. I, I or the uh when she um I forget what she says to to uh Reg, but when she you know jumps on top of him and the the song ends because they're playing it uh Hanazeve Cardina. Mm-hmm. And like she jumps on top of him and basically k- knocks him out for like two episodes. It, it's great. Yeah, that yeah, just it's, but, it like was, all of these. Yeah, like the Rigan theme was easily one of the best moments from season three. Like that mm-hmm. and um, what's his face, uh, Teru Teru, their Teru Teru's last mm-hmm. stand. It was really mm-hmm. hard deciding between that and Teru Teru, but I had to give it to Rigan. Yeah, uh, no, for, I, for the no, nomination. Would, I mean, like the second I heard when the second I heard ninety nine, and I just see Rigan, bro. I was like, this is this is just his theme now. It's like it's not even mob's theme at this point. Well, and it makes so much sense too, because like yeah, when he, I mean, does. mind you, they say mob in the song, like you know, uh, I forget. I actually, I, every mob time I think of ninety nine, I think of ninety nine point nine. Yeah, you're right. No, mob, what you want? Yeah, that. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. They say mob, but obviously mob can just refer to like anybody. Um, yeah. But it really does. Like when you listen to it, it's like, wow, this actually can really uh, apply to Reagan a lot. It's like if you yeah, want to be special, like yeah, if anyone wants to be special, then you can be what you want to be, right? Yeah, it's, it's a lot, a lot of stuff going into that one. Uh, Nagi's awakening. I think Nagi just became my favorite character in Blue Lock. I'll be honest. Like being an ex soccer player, like the stuff he does is just mind boggling to me. Being an ex soccer player, you said. Oh, oh, you're yeah. an ex. Yeah, I was like, what are you fucking talking about, Nagi? Yeah, every yeah, you played soccer. Yeah, so yeah, like, no, dude, he is he's insane. I, I like he, he is my favorite character in Blue Lock by far. And like, it, it, what makes it funny is like he's so like great, but he's still not on the top. <laughs> mm. That's that that I always I always it's always. Fun oh yeah, but you haven't got context to more Blue Lock, have you? No, I I, I I'm not reading it yet. Well, did they did they not explain like? How the number system works there? I thought they did already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. He's still in the top ten, but like the oh, gap. Number one. Be- yeah. Yeah. Right. The gap between like the top three and then the seven, eight, nine. Astounding. Well, and remember, he. Oh, but I don't know if he caught on to this. He's only been playing soccer for six months. Yeah. No. Yeah. He has because <laughs> yeah. he just started when what's his, when Leo told him, "Hey, let's play soccer." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, he's only been playing for six months, dude. He's, <laughs> he's, he's nuts. nuts. Yeah, this, that... yeah so... he's, he's fucking crazy. But yeah, all of these are all of these are fantastic. The Boji solo again, we didn't even touch on that. It's just wow. Like it is, it is. I think it's, it's like yeah, the it's... moment where Boji really caught on like its steam because everybody's posting that. It's like I don't know. It just highlights everything great about the show and you know, like its theming and everything, like there's just too much I could say about it. We'd be here all day, but it's just like, yeah. it's a great character moment for Bochi. It's a great moment just for the band it, too. For the band. It's a great moment for everything. It's animated beautifully. The song is amazing. It's like, basically it's like when that song comes in, you're like, okay, this is what Bochi the rock is about. And mm-hmm. from there on, it's like you, that, that carries its weight. Like mm-hmm. it's a really impactful moment. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very, it is. So yeah, all of these are fantastic, and the Licorice Recoil one, obviously, I think that this one to me stands out a lot because this is when I really started liking Licorice Recoil. Because I thought the first two episodes were like, I was like, yeah, you know, it's okay, and then this rolled around in episode three, and I was like, oh, okay, this is there's a lot of like emotional weight to this. Um, this is what she thought it was about. It really it was just a wonderful character and, moment. And I everybody. think that that was also the start of Takina's uh, quote unquote downfall. 
and more so she was more so becoming more like Chisato. Mm. That was that was the good part for that. That was her little downward spiral into Chisato's little plan. Yeah, she was she was getting she was getting uh <laughs> getting converted into being gay. You're right. Yeah, she was. Exactly what's going on there. Yeah, well, best moment. Like I said, this was one of the toughest ones for us to not even not only nominate but to, to pick choose our winners because we even left out like Marin telling Gojo that line at the end of season one because that's a great moment. Or you know, on the train, there's there was a bunch of dress up darlings ones we could have put, but yeah, like it's it, it's very hard. Like I was very upset that we had to leave off a lot of these, but again, I didn't want to bloat it and make like ten nominations like we did last time. So like eight was the absolute like peak limit. Yeah, it's <laughs> so it's it, it's rough. Makes it harder though. Um, so yeah, but after but this is the moment, good stuff, right? You guys want the good stuff. Yeah, well, we have to we have to pick and choose. It's pissing me off. <laughs> well, following best moment, we got best fight, and jumping right into it, we got Katana versus Chainsaw, their rematch from Chainsaw Man, Shigaraki versus literally everyone from My Hero Academia season six, <laughs> Tengen versus Gyotaro from uh, Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc, Yuta versus Geto from Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Chisato and Takina versus Majima from Licorice Recoil. Beast Gohan versus Cell Max from Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Fran versus Greater Demon from Reincarnated as a Sword. And Dimple versus Psycho Helmet from Mob Psycho 103. And all of these are great. And I actually wanted uh, you. I know the outlier here is obvious the Fran versus Greater Demon. Um, I chose this one for to be nominated and. If you guys have seen Reincarnated as a Sword, you would likely agree. Like, this fight, holy fucking shit. Like, oh my god. Like, Reincarnated as a Sword is an awesome, awesome isekai. Like, I think it is great. I wasn't too, like, big on it based on the first two episodes. And then I decided to start, like, I, I went back and finished it once the season ended. um, Just to basically catch up. Like, you know, just so I can finish it and have it, like, listed on my seasonal. And then this fight came around where they had to go into this dungeon and fight the greater demon. Holy shit, man. Like the an the animation just picks up out of nowhere. Like she just turns into a total giga chat. I think it's great. I think that entire fight is awesome. Like I would encourage you, Jake, to go watch Green Gunnet as a sword. Like this moment is amazing. So, but all these other ones are obvious. Katana Man versus Chainsaw Man. Come on. The rematch specifically, right? The rematch specific. You could have you could have chosen really any fight you could have chosen chainsaw man versus the leech devil but i feel like they'd be underwhelming to put on a best fight of the year list but um, yeah it, it, i think i think just because this is the re this is where uh denji you know he got beaten really bad this is the, like this is actually the first time like he didn't just come back and just win he just actually just straight up lost and then he just comes back i think that that was a that was a good moment for for denji especially his little his little uh, training arc with the uh, power, with, yeah, Kishpe and power. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was, the it was a, it was a great then, fight. I mean, yeah, Shigaraki versus everyone. I mean, us manga readers when we were we were hyping this up because I mean, Shigaraki was so overpowered. I mean, he still is. He still, <laughs> he still is. But and like the things they had to do just for them to like still not win, like oh my god, that that my hero season six. It brought a little faith. Or part one. I'll say part one because I haven't caught up in like the last couple, which I mean, this is like where the manga starts going downhill. Uh, but the war arc part one of season six 
this was a fantastic season of my hero yeah no they they, they re-got they they recaptured their goodwill and uh i actually haven't completely caught up i think i'm like seven or eight episodes into season six i heard that they brought the spinner fucking you know his, his whole speech back yeah they did about like mutants and like uh like what they are fighting for like what are they actually fighting for i was like so they left that out in season five and they're like oh shit this is actually important because spinner's actually getting content in, in the manga currently let's yeah. bring it back so i thought that was stupid but i was like you know whatever at least it's there it's, yeah it's in yeah that's that's the point that's that 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 is the good point it's 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 at least back it gives spinner more development that he needs in order to, for him to you know he becomes a ma- little a little protagonist or a main character for a bit yeah, and people might say this is cheating because this this fight spans the entire length of first score, but you know what? We didn't say fight scene, we said fight. So <laughs> um yeah. Tengen versus Gyarchoto, though, obviously this was just a spectacle and a half. Like, my God. It, what do you I mean? If there's one thing Demon Slayer does, it's spectacle. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's <laughs> the spectacle is great. Yeah. Um, this this yeah, this is a fight. I've rewatched a lot. Um and then it goes back to one of your points with Demon Slayer having spectacular voice acting. This is where it really comes into play right now. The adrenaline you feel watching this this fight is is beyond belief. I'm gonna be honest, because <laughs> you're on the you're on the tip of your chair, just like what the fuck. Mm, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Like so, that, I think we can like say like we, I know we were gushing about it when this came out, so it'd just be like a little redundant. But like we fucking love this fight. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a great fight. It's yeah. a wonderful fight. It's a wonderful fight. Uh, I mean, JJK Zero, right? Like Yuda versus Ghetto. It's Jujutsu Kaisen. It's Mappa. It's a movie. Uh, you already know what's yeah, happening. Movie quality fight. Yuta is one of the best characters in Jujutsu Kaisen easily with one of the coolest fucking powers going against yeah. Ghetto, who is also a pretty cool character. And it's like, it, yeah, it's just a good fight. <laughs> you really, really can't say much. Chisato Otakina versus Majima, though. This is less of the like cool on the action end and more of like the emotional like impact tied to it. And also just like the cool stuff. Like I really liked in between the fight, like they were just, you know, like taking a juice, like and like a break, just talking to each other. Like basically mm-hmm. it was like they were they were trying to kill each other like two seconds before and now they're just having a civil talk. And then they continue fighting each other basically after that. And then like talking to shows up and it's just you know, it, it just stands for a lot for like Chisato and Takina's character because obviously yeah. Takina is trying to save Chisato's life, Majima holds Chisato's life in his hands, literally, and Takina, you know, loses her fucking shit yeah. in an attempt it's... to like take him out. So and I mean B's going versus Cell Max. I mean this was it wasn't even a fight, it was a fucking massacre when he came out. <laughs> Dude, it was it was yeah. But I would hesitate I mean, to call that a fight. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is the build up to the fight too. I mean Piccolo's getting his ass whooped, right? This is Dragon Ball Super coming back after after uh after Broly. So I mean everyone's always been wanting more Dragon Ball, especially. And then they just dropped this this out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and you get this it's pretty much a rehash scene of Gohan going Super Saiyan 2. It's a little callback. And even even the screams from when he went Super Saiyan 2 are in the background. Like everything about this was 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 a really fun moment for Dragon Ball fans, especially Go or uh, Gohan and Piccolo fans. They're the uh, them finally getting the spotlight again after you know it's always been the Goku and Vegeta show. Yeah, even down to I Gohan, mean, I mean, I don't think anybody cares about spoilers really. Even down to Gohan using fucking special beam cannon. Like, come on, that's just that, awesome. that, yeah, that that that's a, something that could have been a moment too. 
Yeah, we could have put that in there, but I was like, that's more a part of the fight. That's literally his finishing yeah. move. I don't, I don't think that'd be fair. That um, wouldn't be fair, but that, yeah. And then, I mean, you've talked about Fran versus Gertie Demon from Reincarnation. So it's really underrated, then, guys. It's a really underrated fight. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, Dimple versus Psycho Helmet. That that one was just. Oh man, that was on the, the to me that was that that's as much of a spectacle as it is with with Tengen and. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, no, it, it yeah. There's like two fights that are like the spectacle fights. Like where you're just like, man, this is eye candy. It's those two. Yeah, this is especially any. I mean, with with the plot going on in a uh, Mob Psycho, uh, Dimple doing what he does. I mean, this is a very, very, a very, very very impactful oh, fight it, yeah, it's, it's great in a lot of ways yeah like it's fucking awesome seeing dimple like actually be like you know strong like he wanted to for once going against a mob look like basically like the guy that he's been you know chasing after power wise and then ending in a really fight. emotional way that unfortunately gets a little undermined later on but it is still really fucking emotional i i was i was tearing up by the end um, yeah it, it's like it's a really great fight in just like every aspect But this one, this one was a hard one to pick uh, as well. <laughs> Dude, all of these have been hard. Yeah, like yeah, this, they, they've been they've been difficult. Let me pull up my uh, the awards just so I can go to uh, all of them in order real quick. Oh yeah, well he does that, dude. We've been going on for it's damn like, near two hours. Dude. This is this is the good shit, you know we, that. <laughs> we started twenty minutes later, but you know it's been like an hour and a half more, like, but you know. Yeah, just, yeah, who cares? Okay, well, and then last year we had the ass anime of the year as our special category. Um, but there wasn't really anything, you know, signif- significantly bad last year. Uh, in 2022, I mean. So no. we replaced that, and I think I like this category more, anyways, with the best dumb ass category. <laughs> this one, this one's got some real dumb asses in it. <laughs> like this one was actually pretty fucking tough. Well, I, it was tough, and then I thought about it again for two seconds, and I was like, "No, no, no, no! I gotta go for my baby girl here." And all of these are baby girls. <laughs> so we got Anya Forger, we got Yua Setafu, we got Suleta Mercury. Which for you Gundam fans out there, here is your fucking Gundam nomination. Go fuck yourself. Your Forger, Gundam, bro. We got Yasko Yagashi, which I was actually confused because Jake nominated yasko for like dumbass i was like who the fuck is yasko because i just know where his tensho <laughs> that's how stupid <laughs> she is i didn't know she had a name uh Ry- ryo yamada kobeni higashiyama and then yuko yoshida all of these are fucking stupid asses <laughs> they're all dumb that the whole the whole point of this category is just like who is the the silliest goofiest but like most lovable character like that it's basically just another character category but like for the ones that wouldn't fit into like protagonist antagonist or boy and girl even though some of these are in best girl and as well but i mean come on dude this, the, this, some of these some of these characters are straight up they got an iq of three maybe they're they stupid no all, they are all fucking these stupid or, or you know what you said a food is smart but she's stupid uh, street stupid yeah she, she's an anomaly because yeah she is third in her class you know spoilers for do it yourself she's actually a fucking genius but also really fucking stupid <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> then Rio so, Yamada, just straight dumbass. Like they just confirm it that she's just straight up idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're obviously Anya. She's four. I know that might be unfair calling a four year old a fucking idiot, but you know. But what? who cares, dude? She's still stupid. She's an idiot. <laughs> Suleta, I I have only seen the clips of Suleta, and every clip I see her, of her is her just being an 
absolute moron, so I think she deserves it. Um, <laughs> Tensho. <laughs> Yeah, you, I mean, come on. The, the, all right. This is this is actually the sleeper hit uh, I think of this year. Uh, Akiba made, made worse. Oh, we should have made a sleeper hit category. Fuck. I think we'll just talk about sleeper hits. I, I don't think we we should put a uh, a category for that. I think we should yeah, just talk ex- that, that'd be redundant. You, you, yeah. you're right. That'd be redundant. Yeah, so, but I think uh, Akiba made words was something I was pleasantly surprised with, uh, with how how good it actually turned out. Oh yeah, no, it was it was a great like completed story like start to end, maybe a slightly rushed ending, but like that's it's fine. It's fine. Um, and she was just she was a standout character to me. I, I I laughed at every scene she was in. Like she was like insanely funny. Dude, was it was it episode three or four where she's just butt ass naked, just bowing on the ground? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, I think it was four. Yeah, because she just gets butt ass naked and I just like or like anytime uh what's his face the. Uh, the otaku dude there he just puts his gun in her mouth like uses her as like a, as a fucking like chair it's it's just funny as shit yeah, that she just got bullied to hell and back but it was funny as hell seeing her get bullied yeah it was so funny yes and, and then yeah, i mean i'll go ahead yeah with real like it's like it's she's she's not stupid per se but she no, makes a stupid. lot of stupid decisions <laughs> she is stupid the the manga the manga hammers this home pretty hard that she is very stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, you 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 filthy manga reader, right? I'm still catching up, right? Well, I, they they like got into that. Didn't didn't they literally say that her head is like rocks? Yeah, that's right. They were shaking her head, and you could hear her fucking brain rattle. Her single oh, on the train, yeah, yeah. No, she's she's an idiot. She like she's more like airheaded, I guess, if you want to call it that. But she's also like just like weird. Like that's mostly what the the dumb part comes from. She's like weird where she'll say like a metaphor, but actually do it. Like, oh, eat grass for a week, and then she actually eats the grass for a week. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just you know she, she's she's a funny ass character. <laughs> and then of course Kobeni. I mean, Kobeni's more just pathetic than anything, but she's also a fucking idiot. I, I just, yeah, she is a fucking idiot. Who, who doesn't love Kobeni? I, I think she's just a given here. We get to put power too, but you know, Kobeni's the better. No, I didn't know. Power Power got that Nobel Peace Prize. And then this one, I actually, I'm very happy I just watched this. Uh, I technically didn't watch this in 2022, but the second season came out uh, last year, so it's fine. Um, this is Yu-Gi-Oh! Yo- or Shamiko. <laughs> this is one of the dumbest characters in fiction. <laughs> she is so fucking stupid and i love her to death she is she is an adorable character like i i oh my god she is pathetic and like she is pathetic and smug to a degree and she even has this this catch line that just stucks like sticks in my head where she says don't think this means you've won because just just a quick recap of what this is it's basically a magical girl anime and she is the demon girl villainess like gushing over magical girls jake you know it's like that maybe you'll like it she's the demon villainess maybe. but she is incredibly weak basically and she like <laughs> and her goal is to kill the magical girl basically but like she can't do it and the rest of the show is just her like being best friends with like this magical girl but like pretending like they're rivals it, it's so it's so good i love it shamiko was an idiot <laughs> yeah her name is shadow mistress yuko aka shamiko it's amazing. Well, what, yeah. Joshin Chan was this year, right? Oh, I Joshin. was gonna put Joshin, and then I remember Shamiko, and I was like, no, but Shamiko was a little dumber. Oh, no, so, no, no, well, describing it her. was last year, though. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Joshin could have been in any of these two. Anybody from you know Dropkick and My Devil, aside from uh, God, what is the main character's name? Any of them could have been there. Dude, <laughs> is she my favorite character? 
Mary? No. No, it starts with a Y, I'm pretty sure. No, I, can't yeah, I don't know if I can forget either name. <laughs> Just looked it up. Had her on her Twitch, too. Yeah, I know. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Everybody in that show besides Udine could have been there. And then I draw and then uh and uh <laughs> do we should put Medusa in here. That would be funny. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a great one. But all of these are great. Yeah, like all of these categories just fucking hurts because like there's stuff that we could have put, but like this had to be snubbed. And yes, dropkick of my devil is the one with Hudson Miku. I was actually gonna put Hudson Miku in this category first. <laughs> but I was like, no, that she would have been a too easy vote. All right. Well, after best dumbass, we have a honestly a pretty cutthroat category, in my opinion, at least. Maybe not. Actually, not really. Best drunk. <laughs> this is. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I could not. We could not remember a lot of the drunks. So we only got four of this one. So we got your forger from Spy Family. We got Himino from Chainsaw Man. Uh, Kikuri Hirori from Bochi the Rock, and Lilith from Demon Girl Next Door. Demon Girl next door. So I mean, I think it's pretty cutthroat. Um, they're all drunk. So <laughs> yeah, Kikuri is drunk one. all the time. Kimono is drunk half the time. Of the time. But she is a very uh, particular kind of drunk. And then your when she is drunk is a nightmare. <laughs> and then Lilith is just brain dead when she's drunk. So they're all they're all like you know their own unique kind of sets of uh of drunkenness here. We added this because of Tail. Tail wanted a drunk category, so we gave him that. Yeah, it's pretty cutthroat. You you were right. Yeah. Tobliss says Kikuru is so was all of them. Yeah, I mean I think we all know who might win this one, but I won't say who's gonna win it. You all right, well, anticipation. On the topic of characters obviously we can jump into best boy and this one was uh pretty uh pretty hard i still think there's other ones that i wanted to nominate but just couldn't make it because we have raigen arataka we have wakana gojo and raigen's from mob psycho obviously gojo's from jessup darling we have seishiro nagi from blue lock miyuki shirigane from kaguya-sama i mean come on who doesn't know that aki hayakawa from chainsaw man a Lloyd Forger from Spy Family, Koyamori from Call of the Night, and Matsuboshi Raido from Ahedin is indecipherable. These ones are, I think these are good, good picks. These are some good picks. Dude. I'm going to be honest, bro. You know, we're we're jerking ourselves off here. I'm, I think we got to, dude. I think uh, we'll both go after after this episode ends. We'll, we'll do a little tinga tingy. All right. Yeah, meet up. I bet. Yeah, bet, bro. I live down the street from McDonald's. Meet me there, dude. Dude, oh, we're going to Denny's. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm running 24 hours. <laughs> but I think, yeah, this is a, a lot, a lot, a lot of tough picks here. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, a lot, a lot of good, a lot of good picks. Uh, this was a, a hard one for me to, to, to pick out because there's not, there's nothing really wrong with any of these. And there's not like they all have their standout moments and they do help the, uh, the MCs a lot, even if some of them were the MCs. In this case, would be Lloyd and Aki and Miyuki and Gojo and Raigen. And I Ko. mean, all of these are MCs aside from Nagi 
Nagi oh, is yeah. the MC. Come on, dude. Aside from Nagi, yeah. All of these are main characters. <laughs> Raido is the main character. Raigen is... Come on. It, he is as important as Mob. 100%. 100%. Uh, dude. Maybe even more important. I would Dare I say. Dare I fucking say that. Um, Gojo, obviously. Yes, but all these are basically MCs, but they weren't included in the best protagonist. So, uh, cool your fucking Jets, boys. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, think all they belong are... to best protag, dude? Well, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> All of these characters are just great, though. Like, like I said, Reigen, just I mean, we talk about him all the time. He's just fantastic. Uh, apparently, he's been responsible for killing like old people on Twitter because every time people power scale him against another character, somebody dies. Like, he uh, <laughs> when he <laughs> there was this big uh one going around between Reigen and Sons in a sexy man Tumblr sexy man competition, and once that went underway, uh, a day later, <laughs> the Queen Elizabeth died. <laughs> And then just recently, they did Rygen versus uh, somebody. Fuck, who was it? They did versus like some video game character. And uh, that same day, Elvis Presley's daughter died. <laughs> so like, it, like yeah, he, he's uh, basically if you want to kill somebody, he's the death note. You just put him against an anime character, a video game character, and somebody's dying. That's funny, actually. That's actually really funny. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. So, yeah, I mean, Ryan, he's, he's you know, a lady killer, both uh, metaphorically and literally. Then we got Gojo. Underrated. Well, I say he's underrated. I think he's people like him now, but people were very harsh on him at the beginning, and he's fantastic. I think uh, as the season went on, people started to realize he is, is a good character. And then as, you know, you've read the manga, and I'm, I've been slowly catching up. He, he really does become that character. He becomes that guy. Yeah, people were comparing him to fucking... Uh, Kazuya and I was like no because because he's like beats off one time because he gets horny I was like okay look he has that's the sound of where he has a reason <laughs> he's, a, he's a teenager doesn't do anything ever and also Marin is just this crazy fucking weirdo <laughs> like come on what do you what do you expect the guy to do yeah dude it's like dude you have that sitting on top of you in a love hotel like come on dude how are you not gonna pop one mm. yeah so it's like it's like it, it makes sense. And also, you know, it's like, an, it's an etchy. It's going to happen. But like, he is a fantastic character, like written just everything about him. I think he's just a wonderful character in terms of like rom-com protagonist. Like he is what every character should strive to be. And he's also a dream boy. People don't like to acknowledge that. But as much as Marin is a manic pixie dream girl, Gojo is that idealized boyfriend. Because, you know, the mangaka literally stated that she wrote him as like her cosplayer like the perfect boyfriend for her cosplayer friends like he is he is a a really fucking just desirable person and it shows he's he's fantastic like i love gojo and jake i know you want to talk about nagi dude nagi is i don't like as i said before bro like being an ex-hockey player nagi is just that man he like you said played for six months already top eight top or top five i, I forget what his number was but him with this nonchalant attitude and him just saying, I feel like trying right now and just goes off. It's just so fucking cool, dude. It's just actually just ridiculous. And, and people try to like say it's like unrealistic and it's like maybe to that level of like he's playing maybe, but like the point of Nagi that I really like is that he is raw talent. Like yes. he is, he is just straight raw talent. And the whole point of his character is that is like, if he actually cared enough before this, he would have already been like he would have been far beyond the need of blue lock, I think. But like 
the whole point of blue lock is obviously to make him understand like his importance as a player and also make him help love soccer because i don't know if the, the the game has finished i don't know why i said that when the soccer game finishes like my favorite part is at the end when he is literally like he says with no sarcasm or like sense of like joking at all that he will score three goals within like their 30 seconds mm-hmm. because he is he wants to win that much and then he cut back to the beginning of the game he wanted to just go and just go play games like just wanted to leave and by the end of the game, he's in love with soccer so much that he wanted to score unironically three goals <laughs> to catch them up. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And that, that, he reminds me of Tsukishima from Haikyuu a lot. But like, obviously, that plot point is accelerated within <laughs> like two episodes, whereas Tsukishima mm-hmm. is seasons long. So he's but a great character. That, no, that awesome. moment with Tsukishima is... Peak. Well, yeah, I mean, mind you, look, Tsukishima, the, the payoff for that moment, there's no, there's no top in that. <laughs> Like as good as Nagi is, look, look, Sugishima, that is a three season long build up. It gave it gives me chills every time I see that. But this is I, about- I, I actually rewatched it like a couple a couple of <laughs> Dude, days. I rewatched like- it all the time. But this isn't about IQ. Sorry guys. Uh this is about Blue Lock. And, you know, Nagi's great. No, yeah, Nagi is great. And then Yuki, I, mean, I think he was nominated last year too. <laughs> right, right. I, I like there there really isn't nothing to say about him that I, we haven't already said before. It's just Miyuki doing Miyuki things, mm. but in season three, and then I mean, he's a fantastically written character too. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, we love him. We love we love Miyuki around here. And then Aki, yeah. you got anything Aki's, to about Aki? Aki? Aki's the dad, bro. That's oh, yeah. he's he's great. <laughs> he got he got to care for his two kids. What? Okay, actually, what I will say, I, I've always loved Aki. Has always been one of my favorite characters in Chainsaw Man, but like the anime made me a lot more attached to him like his voice acting in particular and then like that the focus on his emotions was like they, they were focused obviously in the manga but like it really emphasizes like how human of a character he is like when he's mm-hmm. just sobbing in the hospital room or um mostly that, that they just think back to like or uh yeah obviously or like anytime he's thinking back to himino or him like his small glances like when he's looking at power and denji and he's feeling content like in the supermarket at the end it's like stuff like that it's just like he is a superhuman super vulnerable character and it's it's just it's great he is he is a little cinnamon button if we want to call him that he is he is that we must protect character yeah we'll put him in that category and dude we we all know we if you if you read that manga we know what happens bro Mm -hmm. We've talked he, about it, right? When he smiley folks, the easy revenge sig at the end of the season, I shed tears. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. And yeah, they just like not not to get go on a tangent, but the, the cinematic feel of Chainsaw Man really lends itself to moments like that because it's just a very somber moment where he's just smoking the cigarette at yeah. nighttime on his balcony, and it's just like wow, it's like it's perfect. I think, it's, I, I, think I think we talked about talked about that like the cinema, the scene. I don't even know what you, you fucking say it right now. But, cinematic, um, yeah. cinematic feel of it. Is gonna do wonders for this part of the season, but I don't think it's gonna do wonders in part two of the season. Oh yeah, uh, no, they got They got They got to get gonna, weird. They're gonna have to switch it up because it's just gonna go off the rails, balls to the wall. Like shit's gonna be happening every episode, and I don't think they can afford to put that cinematic feel. I think it only worked over here is because I mean you're building up to the characters and that nothing particularly crazy is going on right now in Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. So that's my two cents on that. Want to talk about your boy, uh, Roy DeForger? I mean, 
Lloyd is that man again. He is the spy of the he is Twilight, right? He's gotta be a dad, a spy, and a teacher for his goddamn dumbass daughter and and dumbass wife, right? He's got a lot on his plate, bro, and he makes it work. He's he's always striving to do the best. Uh he is superhuman strength. You could see that he starts caring for his make believe family more and more and more. And I mean, every interaction with the family is just so, it's so pure. And it's like, you really are feeling that he's becoming more vulnerable, even though in the back of your head, you're like, he's a spy. This is what he does. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a great character. That's what I will say. He's, he's a great guy. I love him. And then, and then Koya Mori. Yeah, you could talk about him. Hello, Ko. Um, I just love Call of the Night in general. I think it's just a very good anime. And Ko, as a main character, is very interesting because, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a phrase. Like, he is, he is fun to watch his ideology and, like, thought processing toward the world. Like, should be, like, very cynical and, like, nihilistic, but, like, they approach him in a way where he's just like, you know, he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. It's not like I have a dis- disdain for his life. It's just he doesn't know what he wants. Like he wasn't even necessarily bullied at school. He just, you know, he just aimlessly walks around at night because he doesn't know what his goal in life. His vampire goal is just like something aimless. And basically that this whole point of the show, it's very aimless. He just, they go around enjoying their life. And I know I haven't read the manga, but I know later on that becomes a very big, important thing with Nazana and all of that and like how their lifestyles affect each other and basically I just his lifestyle is very interesting to observe and his uh sexuality is actually kind of funny because apparently he doesn't care like either way you know your girl guy whatever as seen in one of the final episodes and I thought that was you know pretty in- interesting to see in a manga where he's just like no I don't really give a shit man <laughs> so um and then Matsuboshi Raido from Aheden dude he is one of my favorites he, he is so he's good. so funny like i i was not expecting him to be as funny as he is and like he it's like not necessarily him cracking jokes it's more of like he'll immediately jump to the craziest hypotheticals about what ahedin is doing and it's always funny we're like he he thinks he wants to start a youtube channel and then he helps her start up a youtube channel to do some stupid rap shit and some tiktok dances and then like immediately she he finds out she's like just stopped doing the youtube and he gets depressed about it or uh, or he'll think she's like running a yakuza gang and stuff like that. It's, it's it's so fucking funny. Like the stuff he says and his delivery of every line is just is just golden. I love him. Like both him and Ahead are just like really funny. Like I think they are a perfect comedy duo. They are. They really are. Yeah. Like like that first episode had me fucking rolling. I was like, oh my god, this is actually hilarious. So or maybe my standards for comedy are just in the fucking gutter because I know people are like, you really thought it was that funny? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Fuck you. To be fair, we did think Yatama is fucking hilarious too. So I mean, Yatama has its stinkers. There's a lot of stinkers in Yatama. <laughs> like, don't get me like, not not to start a tangent, but like we we mentioned before, I wouldn't look at Yatama as the pinnacle of comedy, but it is very funny. But it shows our our, our comedy taste, dude. That's what it does. Yeah, I mean, we do find it funny. Like Yatama is literally one big dick joke. So I guess that is our standard of comedy. There, <laughs> it's literally named Silver Balls. So. Um, but yeah, moving on from best boy, we of course have best girl. You want to take this one away, Jake? So 
<laughs> first one, we got Marin Kitagawa. I mean, from My Dress of Darling. I mean, everyone's seen the show. We all know what she is. She is that Gyaru, right? She's fucking perfect in every single way, body, mind, everything, right? I mean, like, she's just so fucking, she's so pure and innocent. That's that's like one of the one of the big things with her, and like to see her like slowly fall it fall with Gojo, and like her trying to like piece together like why she likes him, and is it's so it's such a good show in that regards, especially with that little that little couple going on. Uh, it's, it's making me want to rewatch rewatch my uh, my dress up darling again. Yeah, I honestly might too. I need to catch up on the manga, but yeah, like everything you said, like I I, I love the twist. I mean. It, in all of these shows, it's, it is always like, you know, the girl like, oh, I'm randomly in love with the main character now. But like in this one, it's about five episodes in that she realizes her feelings. But it's, it's also like, you know, it, it she has a genuine reason. She, Gojo literally says like earlier that he only says he only calls things like, like he really admires beautiful. And, you know, he tells her on the train that he thinks she's beautiful, but doesn't even realize what he said. And like in that moment, she's she literally like. It. And like in any other show, like, you know, with a character like this, where they're like, holy shit, I'm in love with this guy. You what the fuck and start denying it. She literally goes, I'm in love with Gojo. What the hell? Oh, my God. He's so cute. I'm fucking in love with Gojo. And then literally just accepts it. Like, there's no denial. She like she acknowledges that she is in love with this guy. And I think it's awesome. Like, it's just. This is great, and again, I, I think they are a very perfect natural couple, and that's, that's yeah, why that's, I love that, that's probably that's probably this is the most realistic I've seen for a show. Mm. Yeah, like people try to say like it's a a you know Intel fantasy stuff like with Marin, but I was like Marin is a extremely human character. Like, look, I, I look, I've I've said before, <laughs> I, I want to fuck the shit out of Marin. She is hot. She is great, <laughs> amazing. Look, amazingly designed character. But putting all that aside. Like she is a fantastically written character. Like she is, like, she is human. She is realistic. Like everything about her is just great. Her ideology about like you know like people's hobbies. Like she literally will not acknowledge a hot dude, quote unquote. Like even in universe because they put down her hobbies even slightly, and you know she doesn't stand for them putting down other people based on like what they enjoy and stuff like that. She is very firm in her ideals and beliefs and, you know, is non-judgmental, like all of that. Like you might say that's like a privileged person on paper, but like she is a very, she is a person you should strive to be like, I think. And it, it's, it's great. She's, she's a great character. Have we mentioned that we do want to fuck her? Yeah. Well, yes, we do want to fuck Marin. <laughs> may or may not be a big factor in our, uh, our, uh, decision here. Then nah, I know you man. want to talk about Chisato, but uh, so. I think you want to talk about Chisato, bro. You want me to talk about Chisato? Okay, Chisato is a great leading character and uh, in Licorice Recoil, like she is definitely one of the best parts. Like, I think you had to be in denial to say that her or Takina, who unfortunately is not here, isn't one of the best girls of the year because look, they are like, come on, like if there if there's anything you're watching Licorice Recoil for, it's for these two cute girls, and she is she is just a great character. I, I like her outlook on life, even though she absolutely like should have every reason to be like this. She she has every reason to be like Takina, and she doesn't. Um, this might sound like a weird comparison, but honestly, I want to talk about it. Uh, Puss in Boots. I just saw it. There's a character in there who's just like this. He has every reason to like. <laughs> have a very very sour horrible outlook on life and he doesn't he is just a speaking of happiness and 
elevates everyone else around him. Basically, it's just like, you know, don't don't worry about it too much. This is basically like that's the whole ideology. Uh, and yes, I did just bring that up because I want to talk about Puss in Boots. Fucking fantastic movie, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but oh, you're supposed dope. to go watch it Wednesday. For, uh... Yeah, you need to go watch it. Yeah. But yeah, Perito in there reminds me or uh, Perito reminded me of Chisato, basically. And I was like, yeah, it's that kind of ideology that I like. It's like she just keeps pushing forward. Regardless, obviously, you find out the condition going on with her and all that stuff going on. And it's like you're like, oh, OK, she is going to break. She is going to get depressed. But she doesn't. She kind of just accepts, you know, what's going on. And it's like, you know, that's that's life. And it's everybody else around her that, like, helps, you know, give her her life back while also, like, under accepting her way of moving forward in life. So it's like it's very cool i think she's she is a very positive character and like it's not like annoyingly positive or like uh too forced it's like yeah you get it you get why she's a very positive person yeah yeah, i think you pretty much you got everything out of there Uh, i'm pretty sure you want to say anything else i mean she she is your pick dude so goddamn right dude i mean you would you would (laughs) have It was either this or Takina, bro. I didn't want to put both of them on here. I would have, I would have chose Gisato. So yeah, this is like, you, but but Takina's development is is something that, is, that has to be talked about as well when you're talking about Gisato because she is the primary reason why she becomes the way she is at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And I I think there is there's a lot of uh, uh like similarities between the two, that like you said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I think that's that's it for Chisato. Next up, <laughs> uh, Bochi the Rock, Nichika Ichiji from Bochi the Rock. Um, I really do like this character. You, it's it's like one of those shows that she's had a rough life, and she's trying to make the best of what she has, and she also understands the sacrifices that were made from her sister to do what they do. And she's right now she's kind of trying to fulfill that or fulfill the dream of hers to make that bar uh, a great place. And she's a very positive uh, looks, especially during the show. She does. She does show vulnerability. But it's off screen, that kind of thing, especially like, you know, when they're uh, what was it after the. Uh, after the first performance or second performance. Uh, because the, the second, second one the second where she just she's kind of just going outside just trying to get some fresh air i think that talk with bochi was that was that was a little little tearjerker right there you mean uh, where I'll, she she does the title drop you're talking about that she does, right? she does the title drop mm-hmm. though. she does the title drop and yeah no that that's that is dream. the main reason i wanted her on this list because uh, i don't know that that moment really that and every um that is when she calls her a hero right yeah okay yeah so it's it's that moment where she just you know tells bochi that you know that bochi is her hero basically and that to keep rocking you know bochi's a rock it's like wow it's like see same way chisato she is a very uplifting character like somebody you would want to be around and it's just i don't know i she anytime there's like emotional moments and bochi the rock you bet your ass it's cousin ijika and yeah, Thomas Nijika's voice actor is also really fucking good. Yeah, it, yes, he's really fucking good. Dude, the, 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 we I don't even, we haven't even talked about Bochi like enough. Like the VA work in that in that show is 
beyond phenomenal. <laughs> mm, it, um, yeah, it, it's amazing. That it's especially one of the Bochi, especially Bochi's V eight. Ridiculous. Such a yeah. good show. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, we'll we'll be here all day if we talk about fucking Bochi, and we should probably speed this up a bit. Um, so we got Reina Ahiden. We talked about Gojo already, and uh, well, sir, Gojo, fuck me, Jesus Christ, Rido, right in, yeah, Matsuboshi Rido from uh, Ahiden as well. You know, they are both one half of the same coin, and they're just the perfect fucking comedy duo. Ahiden, she is just she's just adorable. Dare I say a better Komi? <laughs> I hate to compare them, but she's just a super shy, so quiet girl. Yeah, but like, we don't have Komi on this. So I was actually. Well, and I, I love like Ahedin especially because like she's not shy or like introverted in any way. She just like she, the the whole reason she's like that is because she was so extroverted and like talkative in like middle school that she thought that that was like pushing people away. So like she just started talking like quieter basically, and it's like all that. But like obviously you can see like with Rido, she is like very like high energy, like wants to do shit all the time, like basically like. I don't know. She's just she's just so fun to watch. Like th- that entire show was just, I I was smiling all the time throughout it. Like she's just she's adorable. Like she's funny as shit. I, her voice actor is great. Uh, I just love all of the breaths you can hear. Like anytime, <laughs> like she does anything, you can just like, oh, oh. Yeah, like stuff like that. Where it's just like brain dead. Just you know, just like humps. It, it, it's so good. I I love her. It was so funny because me me and Ethan did talk about this. Like towards the end of the sh- like the later half of the show we forgot it was a like in a romance and I so it in my just video, yeah. and, like it didn't pop out of nowhere but like when it popped out we were just like whoa, whoa, oh yeah this is a romance yeah yeah it came like yeah that started happening and i was like oh yeah i was like this is a romance series isn't it so but and, and that's not a bad thing either mind you it's just like it was just so funny and like they were just worked so good as friends which i think first and foremost that is most important it's like your friends and um yeah they were so good as friends that like i was like wow this i'm surprised it's <laughs> uh, i forgot it's a romance and you know the romance still worked and she's a great character uh next though we got Yua Setafu. you want to talk about your favorite character jake yeah so yourself right um i don't realize how she's smart i'll be honest she is this lovable goofball that like anything that has to do with like anything outside or like anything not brain related, she will get hurt every time. <laughs> um, she, she always has this like it's like there's a there's a little theme over here with like the first five or the first four besides Aden. Uh, positive outlook on life. Uh, she's always has this happy go lucky attitude about anything she's doing. Uh, especially when she starts f- uh, first doing DIY, she messes up, but I mean, she still battles right back to it. Even uh, during towards the end, when uh, she wanted to show everyone that she wasn't useless, she started to try to build that uh, the the pig house for the pig, for meats, for meats. Um, what else was there? You're probably gonna have because you you like the show way more than I do. Mm. Well, I was going to say, I was going to build off on that. I was going to say, I like that she also isn't just like one dimensional, like super ditzy, just doesn't like, you know, everything is just, you know, fun, happy, go lucky. I like that. Like later on, you do see that these things get to her. Like she was very clearly feeling like very self-conscious and defeated about the fact that she wasn't contributing to the club at all um, in her eyes, at least. And like, you know, and it, stuff like that got to her. Like she, she tried her hardest to help. She would 
was spending like all night just building the shit and wanted to prove to them that she was capable. And like really, like basically the entire point was like she's capable and she is useful, like because she is there for them. Like she she is she wants to be better and that's good enough for them. And it's like I, I just like that about her. And also she is smart at the beginning, to be fair. The whole reason Putin is mad at her is because she didn't she slept through the fucking exam to get into a the got a girls high school or uh you 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 mean um so i mean they did imply that at the beginning but i totally forgot because of how fucking stupid she is and she's a very ditzy stupid character like she is a uh she is a character you would want to protect uh the crunchyroll awards must protect at all costs she would be in Mm -hmm. that category so you're like i just want to give her a big fat hug she is she's adorable like i just i just loved her i I latched on to her pretty hard last year i was like this is a great character like she is one of the best parts of diy Truly, but next up we got power from Chainsaw Man. Uh, powers is fucking stupid as hell, dude. I'm gonna be honest. power and Denji like that. That little dynamic, that little brother and sister bond that they start forming is so fun. It's so so fun to watch, especially during the training arc where they just have to work together trying trying to uh, try and beat Kishibe, Kishibe. Uh, <laughs> Uh, her ideas that come from so far out of left field. It's it's so funny. Mm, yeah, I don't really have much to say about her. I mean, we we all know we love power here. Uh, yeah, like you 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 covered it basically. It's like she's she's stupid. She has uh she she grandstands, I guess, or what would you want to call it? Like where she wants to show off to Denji when she's fighting the zombies. She, 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 she is a show off. That's what she Yeah, is. she's a show off. She is cocky. She's arrogant, but like in a funny way. And like, she's, you know, she's a, she's a devil. Like, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, it, it's done very funny. Um, and she gets her time to shine more later. Like right now, like the beginning, it's mostly just like her being a goofball with Denji, but then she gets her really hard, heavy emotional moments like later. Oh, she um, definitely has one really go. later on too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll see about that. But uh, uh, next we got, a really, but that's a, that's a shot in the dark. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, I mean, let's not go open that door. But uh, we can we can go into this next one. Yeah, we got Anya Forger. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got Anya Forger, and uh, we we talked about her quite a lot. This this little stupid four year old. Is uh, this telepathic four year old? It's a funny ass character. I love her. Like she, she is. Yeah, I mean, she's mostly there just to you know be much in the same vein as the other characters we mentioned. Like be that beacon of positivity, but that's by virtue of being you know a child. But like she is, she is helping Lloyd and Yor. Not that they're bad people, but becoming better people. And it's just great. It is great. Yeah, uh, like. There's not nothing impactful that happens in the first season with her. Besides, yeah, her I mean, just doing or be, uh, getting the bomb or helping defuse the bomb in the clock tower. I think a lot of the stuff starts happening towards the end, or going to be this next season. Yeah, I mean, trying to remember, I like writing wise. Obviously, there isn't much. Again, she's a four year old. There isn't character development to be had with her. Like, she learns lessons, I guess. But like that again, her fault is that she is a stupid four year old. That's like, 
but you know that's what I, I i just i just love that she is just these this that that this beacon of innocence and joy in lloyd and yours life and basically bringing them together she is the connective tissue and mm. can read both their minds but obviously is too dumb to know how to use that information properly so mm-hmm. yeah so I, I, I anytime she's on screen was great i loved it i know people like don't like the school arc stuff too much anytime she's on screen but i think it's fun And then last but not least, we got Kaguya Shinomiya. Shinomiya. Uh, I mean, this is a recurring character. I mean, uh, this is the face of the podcast along mm. with uh, uh, Sagiri. So, I mean, uh, we, ha- we haven't said, uh, we haven't said, we've said enough about Kaguya and Miyuki. Uh, but I mean, this season, I mean, they just, they just go after their thoughts. They just finally take action. That's that's really all. It, all that happens. Yeah, like I said, um, like Jake said, we we we've said all we need to about Kaguya before. She literally used to be the fucking logo. So, and Vision Hypnos just gave, he says they're, they're talking about channel points, and they said that there should be a really expensive one where someone can join the podcast for an episode. <laughs> it would be really, really, really expensive. Yes, but yeah, and if you guys pay us, then I can finally get a computer. And also, just the platform we use, I don't see your guys as like point redemptions. I would have to have like Twitch open on the side, so that's like mostly why I haven't like looked at channel points. I'm sorry, um, because I use we use like a third party platform when we we record these episodes like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we still have <laughs> okay. We got four more. So let's let, let's speed through these a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Next up, we got best antagonist. And... Antagonist, yeah, they 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 were kind of they were kind of slacking this year. Yeah, we had we had we had Heine, Tomura Shigaraki, Enrico Pucci. I'm pretty sure that's his name. That's what Google told me at least. Yeah. I always said it was Pucci Pucciarati. I don't know why. No, it's under <laughs> Enrico Pucci. Yeah, I don't know where I the fuck I got Pucci Pucciarati from. Uh, Wazukian, which yeah, it's a technically it's a stretch. <laughs> Yeah, I know there's going to be people saying he's not an antagonist. Technically, he is. He's the opposing force and made an abyss. Um, Samurai Sword, yes. Unfortunately, Katana Man's name is Samurai Sword. I had to go with his actual name. But we all know it's Katana Man. And then Faraday from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. And uh, like Jake said, all these are... Uh, they're decent. Shigaraki is Shigaraki. I always love Shigaraki. Uh, my love for him has gone down because of what the manga has done with him and where I know his character goes because of this. So it's unfortunate. Um, Mazukian is just a fantastically written character, but again, it could be argued if he's really an antagonist or if just he was pulling the strings. It's... Yeah, like like he he didn't do anything out of malice per se, but neither did Bondrude. So like you had to just think of it like that. Like Bondrude wasn't a wasn't a uh, malevolent like pissed off character. Like he genuinely didn't help, hold any hatred towards people he did these awful things to. And same with Mazukian. Like this is just for the advancement of. Human, human or civilization. Human, yeah, humanization in society. So it's like he he was basically like Bondrude, but like on a different scale. Uh, Heine, that being a I, white whistle. Heine, I really liked. Um, they uh, fleshed her out pretty well. Uh, her design is great. Also, uh, she was a big uh, influence for my OC that I made <laughs> uh, for Kaz. If you guys have seen her, and Katana Man, Katana Man's just fucking cool. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, like he, he, I mean, his ideals are they are right. He's, he's a he's a shit. I, I like him because he parallels Denji. Like basically, he is what Denji could become. 
um, because this guy is literally just an immature man-child who uh, can't understand where Denji's coming from, despite the fact that he really should. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he uses his powers. That's why he literally wears a juvenile fucking jacket like they do in Tokyo Revengers. Like he's just an overgrown man-child. Yeah. And then uh, Faraday. Faraday's he's from Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> we need him there. Um, I think maybe I, people I, like him. Yeah. Um, I just feel bad. It's like in remembering this list, bro. Like summertime rendering came out this year. Yeah. Was... I mean, it just only became legally available this year. But look, our awards. Look, we don't we don't have any licensing or anything to deal with like Crunchyroll does. So we know people pirated it. We pirated it. Come on. <laughs> So, yeah, and then uh, did he say anything about Pucci? I, I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, Pucci. I think to me, like Pucci is, he's so he's such a stupid ass, cool ass character for me, especially because the he has a lot of Dio's philosophy, and he, he puts a spin on it, and I I really like that choice because it really worked. Because it was, I mean, for this part six, uh, spoilers for part six if you haven't seen it, uh him and Jolene just contrast each other so much. It's really, really fun to watch. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't contribute at all. I just like the design. I like the light-skinned boy. Yeah, you like Black Kujirobi. black Priest. Yeah, my boy Black Priest. Sexy Black Priest, mind you. Well, it's the best antagonist. Uh, again, this one, it was, it was harder this year. Um, I know who my choice was, though. Because, uh, you know, I think, they're, I think they're a good character. So, Best protagonist, we got Hitori Goto, <laughs> Shocker, another Bochi nomination. <laughs> Yuichi Katagiri from um God from Tomodachi game. Shigeo Kageyama or Mob from Opsecha 100. David Martinez, aka every single fucking Mexican in the world that has this name. <laughs> dude, you uh, are a racist guy, bro. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. You know, dude, we, I, I I totally forgot, but I was on Instagram. I uh, I would say this is doxing, but every single Latino has this name. I forgot we went to high school with a David Martinez, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh god! I, right. I saw their name on Instagram. I was like, "What the fuck? Why are they naming themselves as a cyberpunk?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, this is literally every Hispanic's name." Uh, Shinpei Ajiro <laughs> from Summertime Rendering, and Denji from Chainsaw Man. Can't say his full name yet because you know spoilers. But that is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Does I mean nothing really wrong with the protagonist this year? I'll, I'll be honest. It's, yeah, we could have had more, but like I, I made it six because antagonist. I could only we could only think of six, so I don't want to have like eight in protagonist and six in antagonist. So yeah, yeah, we had to make it uh, symmetrical. So yeah, I mean this this one is we we've talked about all these characters already. We love Mob. Um, I, I don't think, think we talked is, about Shinpei. We haven't. I, I meant sorry, not all of these. I we haven't talked about Yuichi or Shinpei. Well, I said Mob is we we've we talked about Mob before. He's he's a wonderful character. Bochi, I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> Bochi, bro. David Martinez. Um personally to me, I liked him at the beginning, and then you know, he his story, it is tragic, but it's also very hard to care for him, in my opinion. Um maybe I voted for him though, you guys. You don't know. <laughs> it's very hard to care for like the characters in Cyberpunk, though. He was the biggest offender of that, though. Um Shinpei though. Talk about Shinpei. Let's hear it. I thought you were going to talk about him. Oh, okay. Shinpei is a great character. I think I, <laughs> I, he is just a. Yeah, I can't really think of anything like wrong with him. I I, I like his uh, 
drive to push forward, which mind you, that's his typical fucking protagonist thing. But like, uh, there, there's a cool thing going on with him. Um, I like like the established backstory between like him and uh, the other characters. Um, makes him feel like more like an actual character rather than just just this insert. Um, his design is pretty fucking cool. Uh, like I actually really like like the whole like man bun and the heterochromia that he's got going on. And uh, I I I like that as the series goes on, he be, like he turns from like this like terrified like basically mind you he has every right to be terrified because this is a t- scary ass situation he's in you know you know i i uh just to cut you off for a bit sorry uh the parallels i would think about this is uh uh fucking re-zero What's well yeah face? i mean it, very obvious reason you know yeah for obvious but... reasons, I the same premises right but i mean the characters are done very similarly and i think that's the one of the reasons why i like them I, I think Tim Pei's on a an accelerated path because it t- does take Subaru quite a while to reach like Subaru. And, he, and mind you, he's still. I wouldn't say they're exactly like Subaru at this point. No. Is still very terrified of dying. Shinpei really isn't. It's it's, it's more. It's, it, well, I say similarities, right? Mm-hmm. This is this was something that yeah, you could. They, you could you're right, but yeah, I, I want to I want to directly compare the two, but I do feel like they go down the same path and they r- arrive at the same results. Hmm. that makes more sense yeah no that makes sense yeah and that's just he... just due to the nature of the story right they're they're very similar powers if you will yeah so yeah he, he he's a great character i don't know if you have much else to say because like i said I, I just like that he, like as the show goes on he like basically gains this arsenal <laughs> and like he becomes the boss basically which i, I wasn't expecting but i thought that was cool um, I, I just think that it's really cool, like that he's able to turn the tables. Yeah, well, I think it was well. I mean, uh, spoilers for 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 uh, summertime rendering. Uh, skip like five or like ten seconds from now, but like when it turns into a battle royale because uh, Hyena just figures out, or now it can uh, chase him after. I, I really like how he had to switch his thinking right then and there because he knew he couldn't win. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's very, he's a very smart character. Yeah, like yeah. him and all the others. Like he he is definitely a very like usually you wonder in like shows like these why they like turn a the the main character into the leader character aside from the fact that they're the main character and that they have to be the leader. It's like him. It's like no, he has a very strong grasp of what's going on. He comes up with with plans that work. He is like he he knows everything. Mind you, it's obviously also because he's the one death looping, but like he knows how to work around this even though there's another character there that understands the the whole death looping thing too they he he gets the reins of the situation because he's a very intelligent character yeah and, and then he it, it's it's fun too because he tries to go through the same path but changes one thing like to try and figure out so he's always he's always looking for more information mm. when he starts figuring out the 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 time loops Cobbler said, "Why is there so many people that I never heard before? I mean, I'd imagine only Champagne and Yuichi you haven't heard of. Everybody else, you definitely had to have." Uh, and speaking of the other unheard one, Yuichi Katagiri. Now, mind you, I stopped watching Tomodachi Game after episode one, and I just read the manga. All of my favorite moments from Yuichi are right after <laughs> when the anime like leaves off. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's that's the sad is, part. He is. He's still a great character. Like I, I genuinely, I genuinely think he deserves it. He is a fucking awesome character like i i love he is like edge but done right uh like the the way he goes about situations like i know when season one it ends off where like he literally uh 
fuck where he's he's doing that game with that character where basically he, like he basically just puts the girl's life on the line without like any remorse at all but it's oh. in the sick twisted way to where it's saving her life like he had to do that to save her life like you can never tell with yuichi like it's like one second like he is this psychotic manipulative like asshole but then after like everything finishes then like he supposedly reveals that it was all like in good faith that this was the only way to save them and it's like it's like he is this super hyper mega genius that you cannot afford to lose him as an accomplice so you have to just go along and keep being used by him and it's like it, it it's great it's great like you can never tell where his allegiance lies that that that, that is as he's always a tricky character that's probably the best way he is 100 like a trickster there's like a trickster god type character to him like he is he he plays the battlefield like every everybody is a pawn to him there's just mm-hmm. some pawns that are more valuable Especially later on in the manga. Oh yeah, the stuff he does is just is is fun. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you. Yeah, the you anime gets in a million years. Think about what he what he does. Uh, yeah, dude, it, yeah. I'm, I I always wonder like when I read that, I'm like, how the fuck did the writer think of this? Not. <laughs> so yeah, he said he he is a great character. Vision Hypno said genius MCs with a bunch of uh greater than marks, and yeah, I agree. Yuichi is one of them. Yuichi and Shinpei are both genius MCs. Yuichi mm-hmm. absolutely though he would manipulate. Look, if Yuichi met Denji. Denji would be in worse. He would be worse off than when he met, you know, a certain character. <laughs> yeah, like Uichi would ruin this man's life. <laughs> so, yeah, Uichi's a son of a bitch. The yeah. rest of these characters, though, I don't know if you want to say anything else. No, there's not really, not really else. I think we we we're going to be talking about Bochi in one of these episodes anyway. So, yeah, Bochi is going to be brought up a lot. Okay, so now we're in the final two categories. Finally. We have movie of the year. So I want to list them off. Yeah, so we got you know Dragon Ball Super Superhero. That's always still a fun name to say. Uh, we got the quintess, uh, quintessential quintuplets movie. Uh, it did come out December for us. I think I it's been about a Japan. yeah for uh, so twenty twenty two. So that's why it's on the list. Uh, fuck you guys uh, for people that watched in Japan. We got Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which came in the beginning of the year. The Sleeper Yudu Camp movie. And then we got a teasing Master Takugi-san. And then we got One Piece Film Red. Um, not a lot of movies came out that we saw last year. Yeah. I mean, um, I didn't know you saw Bubble. I would have nominated it, but I don't think you care to anyways. Because <laughs> no. I, I, I don't think people thought it was I, good. I, I, no, I, I like the selection more, but Mm. But yeah, nothing, nothing, well, yeah it's uh, nothing really to talk about then. <laughs> there's a movie for takigi-san yes there is it came out as a it came out like in april of last year it was a direct continuation of season three i haven't watched it yet unfortunately because i don't think it's translated anywhere uh some people have though a lot of people have actually um so i put it in here and i fucking i love takigi-san so that, that's why it's in here but yeah, uh, it's a di- direct continuation of season three. And if you know how season three ended, I imagine that movie is a banger. Um, quintessential Quintuplets movie. I mean, it, it got through like 50 chapters or so of content apparently, but I think it was good. Yeah, it, it, for, for going through 50 chapters, I think it did a good job. It's a it's quinch movies. Yeah, it was a, it was a good movie. It was a good, continu- or a good finale. Dragon Ball Super Superhero, very good use of CG. Um, I still think I would have preferred it in Brawley style, but can't really complain when it looks this good. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's like it's 
I, I think right now, like the way they're experimenting with animation right now, uh, with Dragon Ball specifically, I mean, they they have a lot of routes they can go. Yeah, they, they keep, they got, making the movies experimental. I'll, I'm fine with that actually. Yeah, because then what we got we got CG with the CG was really good. We got the Broly style movie with the Shintani style, and then we got the Tournament of Power style. They got three styles they could choose from when they start continuing the Dragon Ball Super. That's, I hope that's insane. Style. I still hope they go with Broly style for the yeah. Broly style is probably it the is best out of the three. Unmatched. But I mean, like the other two, they're like they're still really good, and I wouldn't be mad. Mm-hmm. I would be mad about the CG, but I mean, it's still gonna look good. Yeah. Then we got JJK Zero, which uh, adapted four volumes or not four volumes, four chapters worth four of chapters. content. Spread them out pretty uh well though. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um they they added some extra content and stuff i thought i thought it was good um yeah it's a it's a necessary part of the Jujutsu kaisen universe and i think it works as a movie people argue you could make it special episodes but i i prefer a movie if we're gonna do anything yeah the movie the movie quality really really helped this uh this uh uh, zero i would say yeah, and I mean Yuta is just a great character. Like I fucking love him. Even if even if his progression doesn't make that much sense, where he goes from wimpy whiny baby to a swordmaster god, and then a giga chat within a year. <laughs> Look, I don't care. He is a fucking cool character. He is he is my meathead shonen brain character. I fucking love him. I yeah, love him especially. Yeah, no, this yeah. That's the thing that sucks is we're not going to see him season two. We're going to see him season three. No, yeah, that 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 is the unfortunate part. It's like that. Yeah, people are gonna think like he's he's gonna be relevant in season two. No, not at all. Unless they show scenes of him to cram him in, I guess, but I don't know how. It would have to be anime original. There's, yeah, no, there's literally no. There's only a mention of him. I think be, between. I think Gojo ends. mentions him once. Yeah. Yeah. So they would have to add scenes, or move scenes around. But I don't yeah, think I mean, they will. he'll be at the end of season two. Yes, they're they're gonna do a teaser. They're gonna do a teaser like they did with the Rize. Okay, yeah, no, most def- they're most definitely are. Yeah, I'll, I'll be fucking creaming my pants when they do that, dude. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> then they got the Uticamp movie, and yeah, I mean, you guys know me. I love Uticamp. I I snuggled up like a little fucking kid in a blanket with some food and like a warm drink watching this movie. I felt comfy as shit. I I had a big smile on my face watching it the whole time. It was great. I was so happy that this came out. I was not expecting it to get translated for a while. And Crunchyroll did something good for once and actually put it up on their channel that I proceeded to watch elsewhere. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was it was a great movie. I, I am very, very happy with how it turned out. It was very fun seeing the characters all grown up. It's non-canon, so it doesn't replace any, an, any manga content. Don't worry, guys. This doesn't indicate the end of Uticamp. It's basically just a hypothetical adult scenario of what if they were adults and had to go to campsite. And it's great. I think it captured all of their personalities perfect. It was fun seeing Aki be a drunk character like Toba. And it also very heavily revolved around Aki. I was very surprised. So it gave like the characters that, you know, are, I guess, not underutilized, but that aren't the central focus of Uticamp, more of a focus. Because it was mostly about Aki. Um, while like Rin and Nadeshko were like kind of like helping her and then of course you know Aoi and Anna were there so it, it was a great movie I fucking loved it and then One Piece Film Red we haven't seen it 
Uh, but I know it's people like the, love gun, the dude, the Gundam fans are about to be seething, bro. Yeah, no, somebody fucking or Arctic pinged us in our Discord and said you missed a movie, and it was a Gundam movie, and I was like, we're not doing this again, bud. Honestly, I give you guys Suleta. We're not doing this again, <laughs> dude. All right, it's it's, it's this is this is it, dude. Or right, we're gonna make another rule. We have to put at least one get your uh, Gundam character or yeah. one Gundam representation. It yeah, is get them off her ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that, dude. Jesus. And finally, we are at the main event for next week, at least when we get there. Um, wow, we have been talking for a while. Two, yeah, two and a half hours. Is. You guys, look, we, we gave you guys a good episode to come back to. Look, I'm just saying, like, this is a very jam packed episode. You have to watch it in parts. That's what we have to do. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll segment it if I, if I uh, am not lazy enough to segment it. Okay, we got anime of the year. And here we have Bochi the Rock. My Dress Up Darling, Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Ultra Romantic, Spy Family, Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Chainsaw Man, and Mob Psycho 103. And all of these are, yeah, I think they're all good choices. This is, yeah, this is, you know... These shows, right? You got season season three, you got a season two, you got a season three, and then all these other ones were anticipated uh, shows to come out. And I mean, they're all here. I mean, not Bochi the Rock. What do you mean? Like, I, mean I was except, the only one talking about Bochi, Bochi before. Exception is Bochi, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, all these shows, everyone thought they were going to do good. I mean, they did good. <laughs> they they delivered. This is this is one of those things that there is hype around it. And the hype delivered. There's, there's nothing else to say. Bochi the Rock came for for everyone besides you. Came out of left field, became amazing. My dress up darling, the a really really great romance. Kaguya season three, the culmination of what season one and two have been doing, really paid off in this season. Spy Family finally getting the adaptation, and it's a damn good adaptation, especially with how slow they're going. They can milk this out as a lot made in abyss being a damn near perfect adaptation cyberpunk i don't I haven't seen so i don't really know <laughs> you, you, yeah, you would have to be the one to talk about it uh mob cycle season three again another season three the the climax the finale for uh for mob psycho and mob's journey and then i mean chainsaw man i mean we have we've been talking about chainsaw man ever since we started reading it and yeah. i mean they delivered it paid off yeah it, the, they the delivered. Paid like, off. yeah so i mean like this is to me this is the this is peak anime this is peak anime right now yeah and cyberpunk look i know i talk shit a lot about cyberpunk but i put it here for you guys i know people really wanted cyberpunk in this and based on how the polls are going right now i was correct of putting it there so we'll see how these awards go because like i said it, it might not be as obvious as you guys think and um this, I think we, we talked about all these already, so we don't have to extend this further. But if you made it this far uh, with the awards, we're debating on um, not debating you, your guys' point system is going to matter more. So basically right now, your every winner of every category is going to be worth at least two points. We may raise the point at some point, um, two points, and then every second place or runner up will be worth one point. So like your vo- vote really does matter here. Um, so it's not it's not just going to be one specific anime walking away with everything right here because i mean if you haven't noticed 
OG is an 11 of the 15 category. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, and absolutely deserves all of them. One of them is nominated three times. I mean, <laughs> that on. is true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I a, mean, lot, like, a lot of stuff happening. Like I know our, our, these might not seem as diverse as like we, we said, but I think it's almost, almost around 30 series are being represented right now. So like, Mm-hmm. I think we got a diverse pool here with only 15 categories. Yeah, I think we so. do. Um, yeah, I think I think we I think last year we tried to have more representation of anime series. Uh, I think this one we're going straight for content now. Uh, what's what's inside the series, and I don't think we're not caring as much if stuff is going to get revoted if it deserves it. Of course, that's 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 going to be the next next one if it deserves it or not. Well, I mean, last year was the B Star Awards. Remember, it won like four of the awards and was nominated in seven of them yeah. out of eleven. So we'll see. We'll see if these are the Bochi Awards. We'll see if these are the Chainsaw Man Awards because I was nominated in quite a few. Dress of Darling actually got quite a few. Mm-hmm. Spy Family, Spy and Family. Edge Runners were in multiple. All of all of these were in multiple actually. Yeah, Aiden Abyss was only in um, two, what like three, three, two, three. Anime of the Year OST and then uh, anime song animation. Right, and anime songs. And that's four. Yeah, four. Yeah, yeah that's four. four. Yeah. So yeah, all of the all of these got nominated in quite a few, but you know, like I said, we'll we'll see. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, like I said, I put in there. Uh, fa- undeniably fantastic animation, just some of the best of the last year. Um, the music is great. It's trigger like it. It deserves. It deserves its recognition. I'll say that. Bro, can you hurry the fuck up? I need to take a shit. <laughs> oh, I need to take a shit too, dude. Okay, well, that was. Oh, I need to. Okay, that was all of our nominations and nominees for the Ass Awards, and we plan on doing that next Sunday, Monday, when whatever we'll, we'll get yeah. figured out. It's going to be next week. Yeah, next week at some point. Um, the polls will be going until Friday if you made it this far into the episode. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can find them on our Twitter, twittercom slash space. And uh, yeah, I, like I, this I, one. I, I think uh, for this one, like uh, I was talking with Ethan, uh, so we were thinking about doing uh, just to make this uh, award a bit more uh, weird. This is this oh, is still yeah, an idea, yeah. right? We're not we're not, it's not finalized yet, but we're we're thinking about doing a one veto in any of the categories. We get, we get one veto. It's not per person. It's me and him have to decide if we're going to veto one. We don't have to use it, right? It's but it's, it's an idea we're we're still playing around with right now um it's like i said it's it might not come to fruition but i i think it's still something we could we should uh consider or we are going to consider just to make just to spice it up a, a bit i gotta get this yeah I, i'll get this episode up by at least tomorrow i still gotta up- upload the previous episode and then this one um but it, it, it will be up I, and yeah it's a very long one um but yeah like i said this is a bit of a different episode uh for the ask has because like i said af- basically after this these two awards will be transitioning into like the half-assed podcast that we decided on. Thank you, uh, Tyler, for that suggestion. Uh, we'll be we'll be transitioning to that for the uh, for me and Jake based episodes, basically. And then whenever we can get group episodes, it'll be see, be a part of the anime safe space. So, like I said, the the universe is expanding for the ass cast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, the ass lore. The ass lore will continue to uh, be expanding. And all of a sudden, we're gonna have babies, and they're gonna become a part of the Astor. Well, are you, are you talk about like how they do like Total Drama Island babies and like Looney Tunes babies and stuff like that. Yeah, we can do that. Yep. 
It's over, dude. Fuck yeah. Speaking of being over, you want this podcast to be over? I think we should. I think we're not going to say anything this episode because this was a very long episode. But uh, I think next week we'll we'll go back to uh, thanking everyone. Yeah, I don't even have to. I I accidentally removed the Patreon list from my uh, StreamYard thing. Uh, mind you, that that it's all changed. Uh, thank you to our our, our patrons, though. Uh, I know that yeah. our most recent one was Jinx. Thank you, Jinx, for uh, contributing. I don't have the full list pop up, but if you guys are contributors, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, I, I don't understand you. how you guys are are pulling up with this bullshit, but <laughs> yeah, hey, it's gonna be worth it. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll look into trying to get an episode out this month. Uh, again, we're still like in reorganizing everything, but. Uh, it could be in the books to get out a bonus episode this month. Under but promises I think again, like we said, probably, it's gonna like, be easier for us. Yeah, like we said, like don't feel pressured to keep like supporting us right now, guys. Like if you want to like pull out your your Patreon, go with, go for it. Like we haven't given you a bonus last month, um, and we're probably gonna just restructure the tiers. I might just get rid of uh, again. I don't know why we have a ten dollar tier to begin with. You don't get anything extra. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll probably drop it down to just five, um, and five and one dollar maybe, and you know. You guys can listen to the bonus that way. Uh, I'd like more people to be able to listen to the bonuses and also just make it more affordable for everybody. Might might lower it even more then, actually. So who knows? Oh, yeah. But yeah, like I said, so the, the Patreon will be looking different. I know it's been very barren for the last month and a half now, but uh, we'll, we'll get some stuff going there. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're on Twitter, twitter.com slash space. That's where our polls are at. And if you want to go vote, just like I said, go to our Twitter. Uh, they're all in a thread. I'm going to pin them so you guys can just find them easily. And uh, yeah, up until this Friday. And we have a Discord. Uh, it's in our bio on Twitter as well. And every single platform you can listen to this podcast on, it'll be in the link in the description. And we just do AMQ nights. We actually do movie nights now. Thanks you. Thank you, Jake. Watch uh, along. Yeah, every every like Saturday, like I said, two o'clock uh, Mountain Standard Time. Yep. So it's going to become a recurring thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, the podcast will be being revived. We we intend to revive the podcast. This is the yeah. Askcast 2.0 right now. Yeah, this is the Askcast revival. This is the revival series. It's like you know how there's this, that 90s show. This is this is the, the no. This is this, no. You know what, dude? We, we got to restructure. We got to go even further. This is the Askcast Brotherhood. Askcast Brotherhood. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, we should we should call it that. Like when uh. After like the ass awards, we should call it that. Like when yeah. all of us come back, that'd be funny. That uh, that would be funny, but yeah, possibly we'll see that. Um, see about yeah. guests. We'll see about guests. Somebody's good. Yeah, uh, gonna get some guests for twenty twenty three. Yeah, uh, my whole philosophy with guests was always that like I didn't want to just like bring Twitter users on or like just people that like aren't notable. But like at this point, I think bring... you, uh, with half assed, I think we could start doing that. What just random people? Uh, or, not random. We're bringing on guests. You mean? But bring on more guests. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna suggest that anyways. Like with half ass, we can bring on guests. Like I think with the main lines, it's just harder anyways because look, we record late at night. Obviously, I don't think most people are uh, are up right now at eleven nineteen p.m. <laughs> on a Sunday. Um, but with half ass, me and Jay can record earlier if need be, and on other days of the week, so we can get more guests. That was one of the biggest reasons we couldn't get guests is because we record late nights on a monday most of the time and it's like most people have jobs most people aren't awake at the time they live across the world so we're gonna have to like we would have to work around that and we just couldn't but me and jake can so we'll, we'll look into getting guests for that and we'll try yeah. we'll try to well, like i said we'll try to spread out 
or the qualifications for a guest. Yeah. But I mean, it's not going to be random Twitter Discord user 6969, right? It's not going to be yeah. that. Yeah, we'll try to get people that can contribute to the conversation in a meaningful way. We'll say that. That's what you said last time. <laughs> but I think yeah. that should be it. All right. This is our this is our brotherhood treatment, bro. This is it. Hope you guys tune into the half-assed podcast. When that the half-assed, bro. That's funny. That's funny. No, well, what you do you have to say? To say? Uh, I, mean, I don't get an intro planned. You got an intro planned <laughs> or outro planned? Excuse me. We've been going right, for boys. so long, my brain's cooked. So, anyways, boys, uh, I see a lot of hashtags about Bochi. So, uh, Bochi, that's it. Oh, so, and I guess one more thing. Catch me on, uh, I guess, Castaway Anime. I'll be, I'll be on, uh, on another podcast in like two days, uh, talking about seasonals. So, you know, catch me there. If you guys want to, Jesus. Listen to some more Kikazoo. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, Get out of here. As Tell would say, we it's time to go to the bars. Go to the bars. Yeah. yeah. Woo. <clears throat>